Welcome to the very, very, very strongest One Piece podcast. I am your host, Captain Bill. And don't be surprised when I tell you this, but I have a crew of over 8,000 pirates behind me. But here today, I only need two. My Nakama on this voyage through the Grand Line. First Mate Justin and Rice Saver Lou. Every week, we go over the legendary anime and manga series One Piece. One Piece at a time. This week, we're covering episodes 103 through 110. Remember, there are going to be spoilers for all the episodes we cover today. So don't fuck your day up. Watch these episodes and then come back and, and, and enjoy. Enjoy a little little time with friends talking about One Piece. Yeah, that's a, that's a my bad, guys. I had somebody uh, uh, DM us on Twitter and, and uh, mention to, uh, or suggest that maybe we should just remind pe- the people that we're, we're going to be spoiling. There's going to be spoilers up in this. In case they like Hell you know, yeah. if they jump into the latest episode. Remember... Every episode, someone's first. Oh, this is yeah. True. Remember that this time when we be... spoiled the ending to uh, uh, to One Piece? <laughs> no, no, it was the I can't remember the fucking game anymore. <laughs> um, that boss Sh- fight game. I don't even remember. Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. I like played it for twenty boss hours. I'm like, what's that game, game where, you, where you fight? I, you I played it for twenty it. hours, like less than a month ago. I can't even remember the name of it. All time classic. <laughs> All-time classic. First of all, my favorite video game of game. all time. The uh, the one, it's the, um, the there's Bard? a horse and uh, there's... Uh, <laughs> oh, Shadows in the Class. Yeah. The Classes. The, the Classes. X-Men versus Colossus. The X-Men character. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Enough silly stuff. What have you guys been up to? Well, you said no silly I'll talk stuff. Talk at once but, now. Uh, <laughs> oh well, you got some. Okay, Lou, say some silly. Well, it's not That's silly. Funny. No, I think I think it's going to be now. Everyone's going to think we're a silly podcast. Then it was I'm very. To... It was strong podcast, not silly. I'm yeah. a serious man. Look at me. I'm serious. You can't. Oh yeah, I'm you serious. Look serious. Yeah, I'm very serious. Uh, I tell something serious. You know, I'm getting up there in age. You know, we've been talking about. Uh, at least, you know, birthday's coming up because Captain Bill's birthday is on the horizon. You oh, know? that's true. I've been thinking about it. Season. I'm like, oh, actually, let's, know, let's let's say what our birthdays are so the people can send us gifts. Yo, December thirteenth, <laughs> Sagittarius. What up? Wednesday. What? Oh, that's my birthday. Miss Wednesday. Wednesday. Miss Wednesday. Miss Wednesday. Yeah. January eleventh. Justin, when's your birthday? Yeah. It's January 11th, but yeah, for uh, as the crow flies, uh, listeners, that would be uh, August 25th. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wednesday. But, That's what I said. Yeah, no, but they don't know. The, the episode's coming out on Friday. So make so sure they you think wish it's the Bill so make sure you give me the gift it. on Wednesday. <laughs> the next Wednesday? So the first? No, they should just know. Oh, they should just know. Never mind. Yeah, You're right. it's Captain no, Bill's I'm, birthday. Look, I'm man. trying to milk as many gifts for as many Wednesdays as I can get here. Look, two Wednesdays in a row. Oh, you fucked up and you gave it to me on the wrong Wednesday. Well, I guess I guess you better give me another gift for the Wednesday you missed. <laughs> you know, yeah. all you listeners out there, I want you to know. You know, 
Bill's a big like workout kind of guy, so get him original Soylent. He loves it. He drinks those babies all fucking day. Get him a pallet of it. That's not the reason that I like original Soylent. I like original <laughs> Soylent because I like there to be no joy in my entire life. <laughs> I know you say That's that all the time, like based yeah. off the video games you play. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the games that I play. Uh, he literally. I watched All right, Bill, yeah, let's, let's, but, we can hold get into on, this. Speaking oh, wait, 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 of no, no. joyless, yeah, go ahead. Well, let me at least just say from my perspective, Bill's been go playing ahead. a certain video game and just fucking miserable. <laughs> He's like, this game's not <laughs> good. It looks like a cell phone game. This fucking rogue type <laughs> shit. And like, it starts me back, blah, blah, blah. He finally beats it, right? And I'm like, oh, well, at least like that's off your plate. Now you can do a different thing. He's like, yeah, but <sighs> I was talking to my friend and he's right. I should play it nine more times. <laughs> <laughs> that way, I could fully okay. enjoy the experience. That that is a, that is a true thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some of you probably already know from that description that we are talking about Hades. Oh, you don't like Hades? No, I, I don't really like Hades. I don't Hades. like it at all. That's why I'm playing it again. <laughs> Yeah, I probably will do the 10 victories so that way I can let the credits roll. 10? You can hear the, yeah, game. you can hear the story from your mommy at the end. Okay, okay, here's here's part of the problem <laughs> with that I had with Hades is um one, I'm not I'm just not a big roguelike guy. I'm just starting I'm learning to accept this about myself uh, mm. without judgment, you know? I'm just trying to let it be a thing that I just don't really like this kind of game cuz I also played Enter the Gungeon. I thought it was really cool, but it annoyed me that I kept just starting at, at the same level again. Okay, here's here's the thing about roguelikes. Sorry in advance to all the listeners who love roguelikes so much. And Hades. Oh, it's a new level every time. It's new. It's a new. No, it's not. It's the same fucking level. We all <laughs> just because they moved, they shuffled a few pixels around. You think that's a new level? You think? You think? Look in the mirror and tell yourself. That's a new level. I it's don't not. get it though, because you love Dark Souls. You love From Software. It, it is that that is kind of interesting Souls. because a part a lot of that game revolves around going back to the last spot you were and getting uh, like a little bit uh, uh, farther. So you're like in the same area a lot. Yeah. Uh, so in Dark Souls, you might grind in the same area a lot, but you're gonna move to the next thing. And the ne- here's an important part: the next boss i'm a big boss fight guy so mm. the fact that i like okay here, here's my thing with hades and and you know some of you are going to point out that this is an, an important factor of why i didn't enjoy my time with hades that much is, I, I, I can't uh, wait because wait, 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 before so, you even say it before you even say it it's going to okay. be the same reason why you didn't like yakuza no that's not true really what uh, weapons did you use in reason- yakuza Shut up, Lou. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. So what right, Lou was talking on. about Sorry. is that I only, I pretty much only used the fist the whole way through. The fist? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, Bill? Yeah. What, I, what? are you doing? The hands, dude. I gave him the hands. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're ready okay, to so for everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Let these boys know. Oh, my gosh. Um, so with Hades, I'm playing this game. And I know there's a story, but I was under the impression that this is the thing with the roguelikes that I've played is that the story is almost just there as a reason for you to be in the game world. 
the story's not that relevant. And I was really annoyed by every fucking room I go into, uh, the main character has to say some stupid little quip like we're playing Gex 64 out here. Oh, yeah, Dante. So, uh, what's, what's his name? Zagreus. Zagreus, yeah, he's such a, he's such a little punk. <laughs> Dude, he's so, he has such a to have punk. a little one-liner. It's like, it's like literally you punch a one-hit kill like enemy and he's like oh, that'll teach him i'm like i no it won't it won't so i Kate, i muted you didn't i think muted Hades the voice cool? acting what's that you muted the voice acting and you didn't get to yes, hear Hades say all his oh, boy, oh yeah he's doing paperwork that's my Hades favorite part <laughs> oh no. was, yeah so the thing is i was <laughs> texting my friend Chris, christo about the game and he was like so you didn't pay attention to the story. The story is like the best part. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I, I didn't. And it's funny because I was texting my friend Alex about it while I was playing because I was getting. So here's what was happening. I chewed through the like the first three bosses. No problem. Over and over and over and over again. And I thought the game was not really that difficult uh, until I got to Hades and then. I would keep dying in that second phase yeah. of the boss fight. And basically what it felt like to me is the the first three bosses and that whole run up to Hades is just like an extended boss run. It'd be like if I was fighting a Dark Souls boss and I'm like, okay, I'm dying and I just want to, I just want to respawn and go for that fight again. Like I want to get my fight mm-hmm. in, you know? Uh, but instead of doing that, I had to run through literally the entire game again which I guess you could make the argument as like an arcade game or whatever, but it's just, I found it really tedious well, because... You could also make uh, the arcade, it'd probably be, or make the argument that it'd probably be easier if you ran through it with a weapon. You don't <laughs> run to a boss fight in Dark Souls with your fists and go, I don't get it, why do I keep losing? <laughs> First of all, I was fucking up pretty much everything else in the game besides Hades with the fists. So. Besides the boss. Besides the bad guy. Besides the thing the that makes final you boss, go all the other further. bosses, I shoot them up. Yeah, no oh, problem. Oh yeah. Me, I, I yeah, was, was me uh, personally. My playthrough, I was Mister Spear. I had that spear. Mister. Oh my god. Okay, listeners, imagine being a spear user. Then I would throw it, and it come back to me. Oh my god. That's fucking tight. It is. That's some like God of War shit. Yeah, you throw like an axe and you like do the spinny move, and then you do like a backstab on the person because it comes through. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And get that it's bonus damage. Bonus. That could never be me, a spear See, user. Yeah, we know it can't ever be you. It's the same reason why you played Last of Us 2, and you were like, oh, shit, I'm playing as Abby. Look at her arms. Fists only. <laughs> he just beat the <laughs> shit out of everyone. Hey, it's different. Abby was jacked. She was... Yeah, she, that is different. That's hey, Zagreus has some gains, dude. Let's not, let's not no, no, dismiss no. the I gains mean, but here. That's the, those are cheat gains because he's, he's a god. He's a Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. they all kind of look like that. My favorite? No, I love those. I love the characters. Meg was like one of my favorite characters. Megara. Oh yeah! Every time I saw Meg, I was like, "Oh, here's the part where I just mash the the B and Y button together and just melt her health bar in two seconds and go on to the next spot." No, I talked to Meg in the bar, like between runs. Oh yeah. Well, when I talked to the characters, I was like, "These characters don't give me items. They to, do like though. do more damage or whatever." So they, I stopped they do. talking to them. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Okay, hold on. They do, though. You played a game. 
using only your fists and none of the other items that they gave you. You also played a game that's supposed to have a really good story and you zipped through it because they wouldn't give you items that you wouldn't use and you didn't have a good time. You know, when you say it like that... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know... uh, one of my flaws as a game player is that I rely on fundamentals way too much because I feel like I have very well-developed like game fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And so I'll get into a game and it'll start telling me like what the... How to play the game. Yeah, like what the little like special tricks are. And I'm like, no, I get it. I have a hit and I have a dodge. That's all I need to know. You mean I can dash? I'll beat I'm any dashing, fucking game. Right? Yeah, I, like... <laughs> I have a hit, a dodge. That's all I need to know. All I have to do is just hit and dodge right, and then I'm that the game is. I'll fuck every up, every boss up. Like it's no problem. It's just about being good enough. Yeah, it's like exactly, and that's why it wasn't until like four hours into Bloodborne, Justin was like, you know, you can use your gun to parry, right? And I was like, what? And then I started realizing that like all these <laughs> bosses, like, like. <laughs> Like, I was like, man, these bosses have a lot of health, but it's like, because you can gun parry them and then do like a big critical, but like, I was just dodging and like, I was just like doing perfectly timed dodges and like, I was like, yeah, if I just get perfect at dodging, then I don't have to worry about, you know. (laughs) It took Bill 30 years to figure out in order to interact in society, he doesn't have to punch and dash. <laughs> you can talk to people, right? You know this. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I've been talking to people for years, and they don't give me any items, so I just, I just, I'm like, all right, dash and hit. Dash and hit, baby. I'm sorry, Bill. I should have gotten even more items when you talked to me. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I'll pro- I think I do want to give Hades, like, more of a shot, and that's part of why I want to do a couple other runs. Also, I've just been, like... Now that I've actually beaten Hades, I've been looking at like what other people do. And yeah. I'm like, oh, like, those are pretty good strategies. It, like, kind of wanna. Yeah, you kind of some of those. Do your build, like you know, uh, like you know, you you can you craft your build, build a little bit yeah. based on what drops. Yeah, my build is pretty much like punch, punch, get punch, my shit as step, strong step, step, step. as possible. Like, get the doom uh, effect, and uh, just, just oh, go and you use the doom effect. Do you, do you have like a favorite like uh, uh, god that you like you prefer? like to get like off the bat um no when i was using the fist the thing that i was looking out for the most was the hammer like the upgrade uh the hammer so lou for the hammer is basically just a symbol to let you know that you're going to get a weapons upgrade when you get like you get to pick one of three and i really always wanted either the one that made my dash attack more powerful since i was mostly just dashing and punching and uh there was also one that if you use your special attack you can gain two percent of your health back and getting any kind of regenerative thing yeah, for a game is with really no important health. in this yeah. game because they don't give you any fucking health drops yeah they give you like next to nothing and then when they do have stuff it's like they want you to pay a certain amount of money. you're like really am i gonna pay, that pay money in hell well i guess it's hell you yeah. do you, you yeah, do get money hell baby but like student loans you see all this other cool there. stuff that you could be using your money on and you're like oh, do i have these on this potion because i wasn't playing good <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was pretty much always saving my money to uh, to either get the Death Defiance, which get, basically gives you like another life yeah. or like half of life, um, or yeah, or healing. Yeah, it was all fundamentals the whole way through. That's that's how I did it. Um, Wait, are you gonna do the replay all ten of them fundamentals only, or uh, are you gonna change it up? Well, I I heard I saw someone doing this like cheese where they like they pick a shield and then 
you can actually block all of Hades' attacks. That's and, that's what I used uh, the shield. Oh, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, and and you can get a you can get a buff where it's like if you get hit, the the buff does damage. And mm-hmm. I I kept thinking like every time that one came up, I was like, oh, that sounds good because it does a lot of damage. But the point is to not get hit. So I don't want to get a thing that incentivizes me getting hit because I I need to just play better. You know, get good. Exactly. Nah, you're gonna you're gonna default to cheese. Everyone, stay tuned for Bill's cheese run. You've got ten runs that you have to do to get the end credits. I have, I have one nine of those more. is gonna be one of those is gonna be a fucking cheese run. And I'm, oh yeah, I'm, well I'm there. They for might it. all be cheese runs once I get going. It might be kind of. It fun. better be parmesan on top. I can't wait. Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna be sitting here hearing you yell in the room. <laughs> ride the ride, boy! Ride the ride. That was that was my favorite uh in in Bloodborne uh you get the world gig saw which is like which is so funny like because a, Bloodborne like a, you were like they don't drop any weapons. I can't get any weapons and then you finally got like an upgrade to your weapon where it's just a fucking buzzsaw. Think, yeah, there's it's a, a buzzsaw and the enemies just flop around on the end of this thing like oh, they yeah. just get stagger locked and they just like they just like uh, ragdoll physics around on the end, so they're just, like whirling around on the end of this saw. Dude. So Lou comes out because I'm I'm just yelling at all these uh, like werewolf dudes. I'm like ride the ride, and they're all just spinning around on the end of this. <laughs> but the, the best part saw. is this isn't even like this thing where like oh Bill thinks it's funny like making other people laugh. Like I remember specifically coming home from work. I'm outside the door trying to put the key in, and I hear him yelling <laughs> in the living room. Ride oh. the ride! Ride Yeah, the ride. I'll yell at video games. I don't need anyone. I'm having a blast. Like, I'm yelling at games, whether I'm winning or losing. I'm I'm yelling at the screen. Exactly. Well, I mean, it enhances the experience. And you know what? Get the most joy out of it, Bill. Yeah. yeah. I, hey, I paid my money. I paid my money for this I paid game. My I money. Be able I'm to riding the it. ride. I paid my money. <laughs> yeah. was a... Uh, uh, what, what do I want to talk? Because I could talk about my uh, my experience with uh, with Hades? Returnal. Oh, Returnal. Um, let's stay on the same like road. Oh, I didn't even okay. get to I I didn't even get to tell you guys though hmm. uh, what I'm planning on doing. Um, like I said, I've been thinking about age. My you know like your birthday's coming up. Mine's coming up in December, and I'm like, you know what I need to do? Like I've been working out lately. Because I'm trying right. to get that Zorro body. All right. You know? And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a nude photo shoot for my 30th birthday. You've done that, though. I've never done a nude photo shoot. You've done a nude photo You've shoot. You've never done a nude photo shoot? I, I've done it for other people, but not for me. I'm going to set oh, okay. up oh, this is a whole you. thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do like a whole... You know, like when John Malkovich... Uh, Bill, he's an actor. He's a very talented actor. He did a whole photo shoot, uh, like recreating um, Con Air? famous photographs. No, not Con Air. <laughs> he was getting that though. But like Migrant Mother uh, or Salvador Dali, like all these iconic photos uh, of these people. Yeah. And I want to do something similar. But with dogs, right? Not. No, <laughs> even better is That's I, this is how this is how I'm going to pitch it to people I send these nudes to, which you guys are first on the list, because I don't really have anybody else to send nudes to. But uh, they're not even... you're getting me for my birthday. (laughs) They're just going to be nude (laughs) photos of me, and I'm going to print them for you guys for, um, you know, for my 30th birthday, which I'm turning 32 this year, but, 
you know, I figure I'm a little late to the game, but better time than ever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Don't so, send them uh, to me, though. Stay tuned. No, you're getting them in the mail. Well, okay. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, They'll okay. be tasteful. Send They'll be the, tasteful. They're in black and white. Just don't They'll send be... them. Yeah, don't send them to my phone. My kid sees, uh, opens the phone and sees Uncle Lou's uh, salami sandwich. He's not going to... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. no. These don't are worry, be, listeners. I'll they're gonna post be them on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Look at me. Uncle Lou. <laughs> 32. Looking good. <laughs> Actually, all Uncle Jacob would Lou. do is just say, pee-pee. 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 He just yeah. Don't don't show your kid my peepee, please. No, he'll he'll let me know. That's that's the thing. Like if <laughs> there's one around, he'll run and find it. You better have it on your fridge though, highest part of your fridge, so Jacob doesn't see it. But Jacob yeah, for Jacob finds everything on the freak. He's fine. He's found things on the top of the fridge. I don't know how he does it. All right. Well, then put it on your nightstand. You wanna understand, my son. <laughs> Is like Lupin the Third. He is the master. He is In a master way. thief. <laughs> what's he been? Uh, what's he been getting his little hands on? It's cr- he crack. He could he'd climb up the side of the house and go into the window and <laughs> break in. Just like <laughs> his get, old man to get what he wants. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, uh, this weekend was. Uh, this weekend was actually really fun. Me and the uh, uh, wife, we had uh, like a little date night. Uh, her dad uh, had Jacob for uh, over, for, like you know, for a sleepover, and um, you know, I was very hesitant. I was very hesitant, but my wife, since we neither wife. one of us have seen it, convinced me to see Twilight on Netflix. Ooh! And let me tell that? you something. Fantastic movie. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Sparkling vampires. Your th- oh, it's your new gosh. thing you're no. in? So this no, this is what this is what I realized maybe fifteen minutes into the movie. I was like this. And I, and I looked at Alex and this made the whole movie so much more enjoyable. We were like, if I didn't know this movie was about vampires. I would have no fucking clue what he is. <laughs> this whole movie, because it's like he's because he's out in the sun. He's True. has super strength. He could read minds. He's got skin like a diamond. She's got well. He's got like this. Di- yeah, he's got like diamond skin. Apparently, he drink like you know he drinks blood. But like it's, I would not have guessed vampire based on all of these things. Does he need to be invited to come into the house? He does not need to be invited. That's one of my favorite vampire rules. They don't do as much. Yeah, anymore. I like yeah. that rule. That's a good one. Yeah. And I do, and, and I did like a part where uh, uh, they have her over for dinner and uh, they don't know that she knows they're all vampires and then something gives it away and then they throw their, all the food that they made on the floor because they don't eat it. They can't eat. Mm-hmm. And so, what was their was the game first, plan? That was what the were first, they gonna do? They were gonna invite her over dinner. There was, that was yeah, but what meal. was their game plan? Like, if they don't eat food because it makes them sick, what it are they gonna do? Like, sick. put it it's in like the eating, plant? It's like eating dirt. Like, so they would just why like, the fuck you know, would you do that for a high school kid? It's it's for your friends, like who's you know, like to, to cover for the cover. Who's like five hundred years old and he's trying to like bang a seventeen year old? No. So, so, no, but it was still very funny because they said. And, We've never used the kitchen before. I was like, <laughs> just they have this nice bomb ass kitchen. They've never used it. <laughs> like, 
just uh, and then I had a, a third realization right is was that this those two those main act those main actors uh Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart actually had maybe the hardest acting job anyone's ever had in their entire life. Oh well, yeah, cuz he had to keep going like <laughs> And no, she's like, "Ooh, you're so hot." No, because it's this one she has she's devoid of any characteristic at all. It's like, you know, uh yeah. we were talking about improv earlier. I don't know if we were talking about it on the show before. Uh it's like there is no yes uh, there is no yes and it's like what do you like nothing <laughs> what do you like to be by Same. myself i'm like okay so what the Same. fuck do you do like you why uh, yeah why what's going on what's going on with you? <laughs> like you have no discernible characteristic <laughs> like so i was like how is she supposed to play this like as an actor how do you like <laughs> Yeah, how do you convey a character that people are supposed to like if you don't have any characteristics? Yeah, and uh, and uh, on top of the fact that every character, uh, other character, the show is in love with, or the movie is in love with her, like every yeah. single other character, find her so interesting. I'm like, but she does. What is she? she doesn't do anything interesting. She doesn't. Yeah, she has like no. Yeah, she's. They, they could have like literally been like, oh, she's like, she's an artist. She likes to draw, or like she paints, or she like even listens to music. She doesn't even do that. So it's yeah, she's literally a blank slate. The, yeah, and they're fighting over her. But then, but that that's what made the movie very enjoyable for me because I was like, man, I really don't know, like, because they're like, and you see Robert Pattinson and everybody trying so fucking hard, <laughs> like. To sell their side of whatever's going well, on. Robert Pattinson has a reasoning. It's because her smell is so good. But yeah, exactly. Wolfman like, Puck huh. doesn't have anything. So he it's like, say imagine that as an actor where it's uh, somebody just tells you, it's like, no, she smells so good. Like, you know, and you want to mm. eat her so bad. But again, you can't tell, like, you can't give away the fact that you're a vampire or something like that. <laughs> like... So he just has this look on his face. He's like, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, she smells so good. I can't eat her. She doesn't want. She's like, like, she can't know. It's he's constantly like, I gotta go. And then he'd like leave. <laughs> That's so fucked up, though. It's like if I cooked like a Salisbury steak, and I'm like, I can't eat it. I'm gonna date it. I'm gonna date it. Yeah, exactly. she's just food to him. How does that translate? Oh, because they, like they're vegetarians. Being in love. He's not a vegetarian because he eats fucking deer blood. No, I'm saying, like, in their instance, it would be like being a vegetarian. It's a. It's, they say it's like eating tofu, like, your entire life. Like, uh, you know. Bill, do you think you could be a vampire? Bill would be the best no. vampire. No, because he'd still have to feed on blood. What's he going to do? Well, Bill would, like, I feel like once the vampire thing happens to Bill, like, he's going to go, like, he's like, you know what? I'm fucking vampire. I'm going to be the Actually, best fucking vampire. He would <laughs> yeah, fucking no, kill me for fun to be a vampire. Because, okay, um, as I know Lou knows, but Justin, you might not know this about me, that I am a big fan of Halloween surf rock. <laughs> and these are novelty uh, songs that are for Halloween and made in like a surf rock 
aesthetic. They sound like the Beach Boys, but it's just like a vampire. Like, I was cruising in my car just yeah, the Yeah, the, the Monster Mash is, is a Halloween surf rock song. Oh, okay. That's so, like the most well-known one. But there's, bar mitzvah, spooky Yeah, there's like scary. hundreds of these kind of songs. Uh, I have a playlist on Spotify that's like three hours long of all Halloween surf rock songs that Lee's so tired of hearing me play every Halloween, but it's my favorite part of when October comes around. You don't even play them on Halloween, though. You play them... It was like two months ago you played the fucking surf rock mix. Yeah. Well, I, I miss it. Sometimes it's the season. Like, you know, it's the season. Yeah, I miss it. So sometimes I, I'll play it every now and then, you know? It's like, you know, sometimes you watch a horror movie. Like, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be Halloween. That's true. That's true. And, you know, and to give Bill the credit, too, they're not that bad. Some of the songs... No, they're amazing. Some of my favorite ones are uh, the vampire ones, where it's just like, it's just like instrumental, and then a vampire chimes in and just goes, yeah, that's literally how it is. Some of them are literally just like surf rock songs. It's like it sounds like a Dick Dale song, but then every now and then it'll go, like there'll be like a, a sound of like chains rustling, and then it'll go, <laughs> and that's Halloween surf rock. It's an amazing genre, but. What I was going to say about Halloween surf rock and about me being a vampire is one of the songs is about this uh, scientist who basically makes a kind of blood that's superior and more addictive than human blood. Uh, and it's and it's his riboflavin flavored, non-carbonated, polyunsaturated blood. And yeah, I could be addicted to that stuff. And then I don't have to worry about drinking human blood or animal blood. Yeah, but or then you're like essentially a, a smoker. Like you don't know the side effects of that. No, this is like Soylent. This is like Soylent to me. Like, this is like Vampire It's like, it's like uh, uh, Lou, you'll know this. It's like True Blood. It's like drinking True Blood. Suki is a man. Because that's basically the whole premise behind the show. It's like, and there was a vampire. Blood and they're like, oh, great. Perfect. We don't. And there was it. a vampire called Bill in True Blood. Did I ever tell you guys uh, about the first time I ever watched True Blood? No. I, I was there. I was, no, no, no. I was at a party in college. And I like just walked in, got a beer handed to me. We're all hanging out, but True Blood is on the TV, and like five people are sitting down watching because they're like, "This is like my favorite show. This is my favorite show of like all time." And I was like, "All right." And like, I turned and like it's and not I One go, Piece. Get this shit off get the TV. The fuck out of First you. of all, I didn't know anything about One Piece. Second yeah, of all, you didn't know nothing about life back then. I tried I was telling like, him. I tried you did, telling you him, did. but I was too busy watching True Blood. Um, and, uh, I was like, all right, you know what? I'll give it a go. It wasn't even like a minute after they were like, this is like my favorite show. And I'm like watching the TV and this girl's like walking through a cemetery and this naked man crawls out of the fucking ground covered in dirt and they start fucking. And I was oh like, my what? God. Yeah, and I was, was like, great. what is this? What is this? <laughs> like, it's true blood. And, uh, yeah, I was in. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> quality programming. This is, let me tell you something. When True Blood was hot, it was boiling. Like it was so good. Yeah, everybody wanted in on it. Yeah, it was. I'm not even gonna pretend like I didn't like love that show when it was on. And I was like, man, this is this is, this is great. Hell yeah! You had the cook that was fucking bomb. Ass, yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. He's, here's your AIDS burger. And he spits and he punches a dude in the fucking face. What? Sick. Because yeah. he's the uh, cook was gay, um, and the guy said, "And they're in like a country man. town." Oh, okay. Yeah, so people I are said, being like I want like that man to serve me any okay. food. I don't want to get AIDS. And yeah. he's fat in the, his burger. He comes out with his burger. burger. Yeah, and he fucking beats his ass, which is sick as shit. Yeah. And the, the bar owner, Lafayette, the bar owner, was, his name, yeah. 
was uh, he was a he was a wolf man. Yeah, he was actually a zone type. And he was fucking too, which was sick. That shows yeah. all about fuck. <laughs> and he was fucking too. <laughs> Everybody. I was walking in the lab late <laughs> one night. Oh, 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 I was yeah. fucking in the bar just the other night. <laughs> yeah, that would be the best part about being a vampire is get to have the Transylvanian accent. Oh, yeah, you just get it, right? You, you yeah, well, no, it. it's part of being a vampire. Oh, God. My name is Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What? I can do that do whenever have, I want to. Blah. Do you have a kale salad? Maybe it's yeah, a special... I'm answering client emails, and it's like, instead of sincerely or best, I'm... Where's my, my rice? We, we <laughs> you New, bitches! We have a New Zealand team, and sometimes I'll pick up a New Zealand accent and see if I can make that run the whole uh They time. probably hate it. No, I mean, they, they say, yeah, I'm, Paul, I'm from the New Zealand team, and... uh yeah, your VT four hundred will be shipped out and sent to you. Uh, let me see. It's Friday here, Thursday there. It might not get there till Tuesday, uh, and I'll do that so I can figure out what the next words I'm gonna say. And then they respond back with a crystal clear American accent. Uh, thank, thank you, Justin. Thank <laughs> we, you. We got it, Justin. I yeah, uh, Central Park, Central Park in Newark. That's how you get into character. That's how you do it. That's, you, you say that, but uh, maybe for Halloween we'll do a uh, we'll watch the Castlevania uh, uh, series on Netflix. It's only like six episodes or something like that. It's uh, not that long. I heard people like that, but I don't know. It's pretty I good. It's not. It's Nobody not uses their fists. I don't know if I'm into it. Yeah, I don't, that's a, that's why I never played Castlevania because you have to use that whip. I'm like, no, I wanna I wanna be in their face. Either I, look, when I play a game, I either go I go the big sword, the big bong stick, or the fist. That's what I do. Well, symphony. That's of the just night. me. Symphony of the uh, symphony of the night is a uh, sword. Like you have okay. a sword the whole time. I'm gonna make that one my has the best uh, music. yeah. It does I'm gonna make have the best my own. Music tier list of games I've witnessed Bill play where it's just fists only. Really quick, Lewis, 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 Lewis. Yeah. The guy's name is uh, Alucard. The main character? Guess guess why his name is Alucard. Alucard, Alucard. Uh, is he, like, does he do magic? Yeah, he does do magic. I'm in. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's Dracula's son, and Alucard is Dracula spelled backwards. Okay, I'm out now. But it's, then, it's also it also kind of fits the theme of the game, right? Because it'll like turn the whole game world upside down at some yeah. point. So you can this beat the game. You can, ass you can get to the game. end of the game and beat the boss and roll credits. But if you don't explore, like, all, the whole, like, castle... Um, like, basically, if you played, like, Bill, you'd only get... You wouldn't be able to beat the game. Like... You never, <laughs> what do you mean? I beat the shit out of that Hades like thirty times before. You can't beat the shit beat. out of mysteries, Bill. You have but to yeah, explore. But yeah, no, you're trying to get to the whole. You try to get to the the boss faster, and you gotta look through every nook and cranny and everything. Yeah, like and that. you hate reading notes in video games. You hate finding out about the story. But you're uh, always like, give me give those me items. Give me a boss eat. fight. I don't need these fucking bullshit no- like Resident Evil little notes. I don't need to find the lore hanging out in a note. You had better put it in a cinematic and then give me a big ass boss fight. That's what I want. Look, all I'm gonna that's say what is, I want. Alucard is not even that good of a name. I think the best First of all, playoff Alucard of Dracula cool as a name. The best playoff of Dracula's name was in Scrubs when he's like, "I am Doctor Acula." Acula. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a band. I'm here to drink your blood. Yeah, that was from yeah they they uh, because yeah because of Scrubs they yeah, bands the they made that. Uh, but no, yeah. Then they flip the whole game world, and then when you realize it, and then you just play the whole game upside down, and then you realize that mm. the game designers made a game, like they made an, an entire like a uh, game built to be played upside down as well, which is pretty brilliant. It's, that is pretty tight. Yeah, I played this game that was made by the same people who made Castlevania, or like one of the same designers, uh, mm-hmm. called Bloodstained. Yeah. Um, and when that game world went so you could go upside down, I was like, wow, this is so cool. This is like such a great idea. And then I found out afterwards that they were just ripping off Castlevania oh, Symphony yeah, of the Night. And I was like, oh, ripoff, that, yeah. that, ma- that makes sense. I've heard of that game. People <laughs> like it. It's I've heard of that cool. game. He sends an email with his fists Blah. to the CEO. Blah. He catch one of these. Well, guys, I think it's about that time. <laughs> I think it's about the time we start talking about One Piece. We got some our one, one hour piece. in. Yeah, we got Let's some episodes. We have some episodes to go over. Yeah, so it's uh, and Alabasta Part Two. Sweet, Sweet home, home Alabasta. I don't think a single one of us were in sync for that. Oh, I can change that editing. <laughs> That's just one big audio mess for whoever. Listens. Sorry, listener. <laughs> Alabasta. I mad. was in Alabaster League one night <laughs> when my I'm going to began. kick crocodiles ass just one time. <laughs> okay, so we start off with, with Toto. Hell yeah. Digging out Yuba. And uh He still thinks there's also, water left, which is like yeah. so heartbreaking. Which I mean I guess there is, but Yeah, just to see Toto like so fucking He's older, he's skinny, he's still holding on to a dream. He's it's, dried up. He's dried up, just so like you. Well, Luffy's going to get dried up later on. Well, don't Fine. spoil it. <laughs> I didn't watch one it. Twitter follower. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, let's not, let's, let's not make fun of this. They bummed him out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Yuba's, or, um, Toto's digging out, like digging holes in Yuba to try to find just little bits of water. Um, and while that's going on, we get Crocodile at uh, Rain's dinner, or Rain Dinners, introducing himself to the Baroque Works agents for the first time, and they are all shocked to find Which out I that thought it's Crocodile, it's Mr. Zero. I thought it was so hilarious, because they were like, where is he? I thought he'd be here. And Bon Clay's like, don't make me dance, I'm a swan. And they're all just <laughs> like, they've been there for a while. And then his chair spins around, he's like, I was here the whole time. <laughs> He never entered. He was there, already there. There are some dramatics in this in this group of episodes that are borderline horrible, but edge towards fantastic. Like it could be so bad if it wasn't so like so great. Uh, yeah, God, I, I loved I, I loved that. One Piece gets I, away so with many... a lot of things because it's an absurdist world to begin with. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's excusable. It's not like it's like make or break or it, anything. It plays if by anything, its own rules a lot of times because it's like, oh no, this is actually really serious. And I was like, <laughs> that other thing you did wasn't. <laughs> but he's famous. sitting in the chair the whole time. Well, the thing with Crocodile too, which is why I excuse it so much, is he does some Bond level shit as oh, this far is, as like a villain goes. There's so much Bond in yeah, trapdoors, the, the like the f- fucking tank full of uh, alligators, which. Uh, to be honest, my first time watching, because during this too, where he's like, it's crocodile. He's gathered, 
He's it's yeah, they're alligators. crocodiles. Yeah, not alligators. <laughs> yeah, the banana gators actually. The banana gators, not banana wannies. They weren't called uh, banana uh, dials. All right, so fucking put that in your little pipe and smoke it. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, I really thought because like during the scene, he's like, "Here's my plan," and then they like cut away and you don't hear the plan. I'm like. He's going to turn himself into a crocodile. Like a real fucking crocodile. <laughs> what? It's going to be... It, like, he's you never be know. It's crocodile. He's going to have the crocodile. He's got crocodile all these fruit. crocodiles around him. He calls himself a crocodile. I'm like, this dude just wants to be a fucking crocodile, man. I'm sorry, is that outlandish? Is that crazy to think? No, it's... it's yes, it's, it's crazy and outlandish. Uh, it, no, and no, you know what actually would be pretty cool? <laughs> so so if, I have, if I have the crocodile, crocodile, devil fruit... I'm turning into a crocodile, hanging out with all my crocodile friends, right? Never know who's me. Oh, then you're yeah, blending yeah. in, camouflage. And you're in Florida. That's, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but then they then they never see the real you. Is that really what you want from your friends? Yeah, all the time. Well, that's what a fucking crocodile wants, too. Not, they're, like, nobody knows his identity except for, like, the Mr. and Mrs. And they don't even, they don't know him. They're not friends. Who are we talking about? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. One thing. I'll, actually, I'm going to defend the crocodile just being in the chair the whole time because what we don't we don't see him enter, but he's a Sandman. Could he not go one grain at a time and just like form himself in that chair? That's a cool dramatic entrance that but I would definitely do. But then that means he was starts a out Lydia. as a pile of sand on a chair, which for some reason is <laughs> funnier than him just sitting there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you look, there's if you another look too pile soon, it's just his legs sitting there. Or <laughs> Or if there's like, another he, pile of sand in the corner and he's just listening, he's like, "Any minute now." Once they ask, "Where is he?" I'm gonna, I'm gonna materialize. I'm gonna <laughs> do it. So I'm gonna do it. I'm They're gonna fucking, be, "Holy shit, that guy's cool." I'm gonna go do it, Daniel. He waited for a I'm half do hour to do it. <laughs> uh, or another thing he could have done, right? Is you know they came in right, and he's he's like spread out so much in the air. So, like, Ooh, it's, like, grains like of sand that. in the air. And if there was, like, a throwaway line of somebody saying, oh, why is my throat so itchy? Like, you know, then you that would be the giveaway that, yeah, he was in the air the whole time. Oh. Why do I keep getting sand Except, in my eyes? Yeah. sand in my There's eyes. There's sand in my fucking cheeseburger. And then you hear Crocodile go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my toe! Yeah. Uh, um... <laughs> But uh, yes, we've got the meeting going on. Uh, does this group have a name? The Brokeworks. Brokeworks, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And These are the top agents of the Brokeworks. I was just testing you guys. It's like so the Brokeworks agents. <laughs> if we're going through the bond, this is Spectre. This is Spectre. This is uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Quantum of Solace. This is all of them like mixed together. Uh, yeah, so this, they are the heads of uh, yeah, all Brokeworks. the anonymous bad guys, and they and they have. Uh, Notes with their mission that they that they then burn afterwards. Oh, which is which is another like cool. secret agent thing. Who would Mister Three uh, be? The one who shows up and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And then he gets the trap door to the fucking banana gators. Oh no, he's freaking. Uh, since he's like, eh, he's like, exiled or whatever you want to call. It. He's like, oh, uh, what do you call? It? Uh, Golden Eye. You know, he's like an X double O. Uh, yeah, yeah like, my brain immediately went to. You uh, think he's double oh six? Yeah, he's double. He's he's let in that oh, sense. Don't disrespect. Don't disrespect <laughs> Trevelyan like that. First of all, I love Sean Bean more than anything in my entire life. 
enough that I'd like to see him live. Sean, through the uh, end Mr. Bean? Yeah, no. <laughs> Mr. Bean. I love Mr. Bean. You're talking right. about Boromir. You're talking about British intelligence. Oh, that's the same guy? Mr. Bean. Yeah, it's the same guy, Bill. Why do I not know anything about any actor in my own life? I oh my don't God. know. I had no you watch Stranger guy. Things and you're like, oh, my favorite character is uh, Gil or whatever his name is. Uh, best and guy, Bob. Lord of the Rings. Bob. And you didn't even realize. And I didn't realize Samwise is best guy, Bob. He's yeah. the best guy in two universes. Yeah. No, this, he's the guy you need beside you. And he's Rudy. Yeah, and you also put Rudy Rudy. in the game. (laughs) Rudy! Uh, Oh. All right, so Mr. Three shows up. Uh, Mr. Two reveals that he's met all the Straw Hats. Um, And. Which is very sad. He's got to make photos of them. Like, oh, Bon Clay is very no, they're illustrations, right? Oh, yeah, they make photos. Oh, yeah, they make yeah, photos no, of he'd... Bon Clay posing as the different characters, and like Usopp's like picking his nose. <laughs> yeah, they did yeah no, dirty. that was good. They one. did him so dirty. Uh, but I love yeah, the high res well, photos they get. See, this is why you can't go, yeah, it's going to be completely digital, Lou. It's that, you know, you get these high quality photos of the uh, <laughs> Straw Hat crew. First of all, we didn't even see the camera they're using. There's like only one time in One Piece where we see a camera, and it hasn't happened yet. And I tell you what, wasn't fucking digital. What are you talking about? There's a lot of times we see cameras. We never see a camera. Look, strongly disagree. Take it from me. A guy who's about to make uh, how did they get that picture for your birthday? You didn't see the camera. Yeah, I guess he just illustrated it really quick. Yeah. Well, you know what? Later on, we can talk about that too. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, all this is going down. Mister Three gets trapdoored. Crocodile's upset, but they are now on the hunt for the Straw Hats. They're at least keeping their eyes out for these boys. And at the same time, they're leaving Yuba, and Luffy says, "I quit." Just fucking gives up on the whole mission. Why is he doing that, Bill? He's got to quit because you want to fight with no casualties. You're too soft-hearted, v- like he's talking to Vivi. Mm-hmm. People die. That's what he says. And we see a fight between Luffy and Vivi. And uh, she's like, well, my life is all that I have. That's the only thing I have to give. Is, is you know That's the only thing I want to put on the line because it's the only thing I have. And Luffy says, no, you have all of us as well. And this is like a big turning moment for Vivi, like realizing like what to what extent the Straw Hats are willing to put themselves on the line to assist her in her mission. Aren't we friends? Put our lives on the line. Yeah. No, Such that's and for the hundredth time. He just told. <laughs> what you wouldn't put your life on the line for no, me, Jess? So. Uh, I- I wouldn't put no. your life. No, more specifically, I wouldn't put your life on the line for me because this is my fight. That's fucking rude. You That's... wouldn't let me decide whether or not I want to die for you. No, so VV is the Vivi's... shit out of a Sandman for Justin. So, so here's the yeah. You know what? Wait, Vivi... real quick, Vivi Captain is Bill. Correct. Your first mate is saying he would not risk his life for you. Are you really going to take no, that from your first mate? I would risk my life for Bill, but what <laughs> Vivi is saying, what uh, what she is saying is that the all my life is the only thing I have to give. 
And to say that, oh, you also have ours, is like, you mean I have your lives to give? Fuck, yeah, just throw you guys out. <laughs> like, I didn't well, know that not... you guys were a commodity. <laughs> I don't feel like that's how that works. It's not like you're fucking $2 short of the cash out line. Somebody's like, oh, I got $2. And you're like, you got anything else? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, but you do. But it is not your $2. It is their $2 that they gave you. Like, you know. This... First of all, what Lou just talked about is an amazing play. I need to, I need to remember that one. <laughs> What else you got? <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> I like that uh, keychain you got there. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we're also skipping the fact that Toto dug out the water all night and gives it to Luffy. I love that. that little part where he gives him just like the little juice box of water. And Luffy respects it. Like, we saw him guzzling down all this water before. And um, he's carrying the water around and... Usab wants him to like share it. He's like, no, this is the Yuba water. This is like, it's like really Luffy, good water. Yeah, the situation in Yuba with uh, Toto, that Luffy calls the dried up old man, really resonates with Luffy. Uh, something about his like dedication and uh, his will to like will this like it kind of mimics Luffy's ambition, where like Luffy would keep going for his dream even if it seemed hopeless, and that's what the situation in Yuba is. So. Um, but he go ahead. But he does he quit after he gets the water? Yeah, he says. Yes. He, well, he says that he quits, and that's he doesn't obviously he doesn't really quit. He's saying that he quits because yeah. he wants Vivi to acknowledge that they're all willing to put their lives on the line, and they're all going well, to specifically. Like, he go to says that he says specifically he says I quit because Vivi's whole game plan is like, all right, the rebel base isn't here. We're gonna go to where the rebel base is, and Luffy's. Like, you just need to fucking stop. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to take down Crocodile. We're going to, like, essentially what Luffy's getting at is I quit if we're going to keep running back and forth and trying to, like, talk people into whatever. He's like, the main issue is Crocodile. I'm going to fight Crocodile. Whether I die or not, like, I'm going to fight Crocodile. Like, it's the fastest. And it's also that. It's the fastest. Yeah, and it's also cutting out the uh, middle. Not only that, but um, Luffy recognizes that him going to the rebel army uh, to meet Koza with Vivi is not fruitful in any way. Like, he needs to, like, they need to do what's going to be best, like, what Luffy can do best. It kind of comes back to the Alabas or the uh, Arlong Park thing where it's like, you know, what can I do best? Uh, you know, I can't lie. I can't cook. I can't, you know, uh, mm-hmm. do all these things but I can kick your ass. And that's what Luffy is like. I'm going to like, I quit because you're not taking all of this into account. Uh, and he's like, basically to like put everything on the line and to, you know, acknowledge all of that with Vivi. Yeah. And it goes back to, you know, Chopper and Zoro talking about like, if you want to be part of this crew, do what you can. And what, you know, what Luffy can do is beat the shit out of Gator, man. <laughs> Get him. Line him up. Get his ass. That's well, what's I'm actually, not going to fucking do negotiations with rebels, man. That is actually a really nice consistency they have, like, between all the Straw Hats is that, like, you know, they all, they really do all have different skills. It's not like Dragon Ball Z where they're all just fighters and that's what they they're do. They're all just like, worse Gokus. Yeah, they're all just worse Gokus. <laughs> so why did you show up to the tournament, Tien? <laughs> You've been washed up since Dragon Ball. Uh, Get out of here! But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> Yamcha. 
Yeah, Yamcha just always shows up to be the first one killed. They killed great. Now we have yeah. to go find fucking Dragon Ball so oh. we can save your fucking ass. Just blow Let's a wish fucking wish Yamcha back because you know I didn't want a fucking jet ski. This is fine. I'll get Yamcha. Mm. Great, Yamcha, the professional baseball player. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Though but, I do uh, love that one scene when they're training to fight the androids and mm. they show Yamcha's in like a regular like Planet Fitness. And he's doing crunches on like the cable machine and he breaks the whole cable machine. Sometimes when I'm in the gym doing crunches, I'm like, ah, You do that? This is the one time in my life where I want to be like Yamcha. Though I, <laughs> I would be rude to break the whole machine. Such, such high goals. Such <laughs> Look, if any of us could be just as strong as Yamcha, that would be fantastic. That would be like more and if than. Anybody, if anybody here could die like Yamcha, it'd be me. So. <laughs> <laughs> A glorious day. face yeah, down like, in the fucking dirt <laughs> yeah dude i love that scene when uh again in the android saga when yamcha's the first one to find the androids and they're like yamcha's raising his power level and they go over there and like before they even get there yamcha already hasn't like the androids like put his like whole arm through yamcha's stomach <laughs> and it's like coming out the other side and yamcha's is like they're lifeless and i'm like that sounds about yamcha that sounds yeah that sounds right. he bought him some time well, yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah whole this. <laughs> well, this episode fist work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, Lou. Go on. We're talking about no, this. Uh, this episode does end uh, after this uh, this fight between Vivi and Luffy, right? Because it goes straight into uh, Crocodile is in his rain base, and I have a question: Why doesn't anybody? put two and two together that one crocodile lives in a place called the rain base two no he lives it's surrounded rain by base a moat. is the name of the rain base is the name of the city rain dinners is the name of uh, his little pyramids uh spot his uh, his little casino right yeah now well maybe i'm jumping ahead but he has a fucking moat and like all of this water and nobody's questioning, like, oh, maybe, maybe this warlord of the sea is actually like doing some dirty dick shit. Here's huh? the thing with He's crocodile: a he doesn't just have a moat. This is a deep ass. This is like, this is like a well. It's like deep, super deep enough to house like thirteen bananawanis, and like an even like an underground like hallway or underwater hallway. Yeah. And we this find out not... it's a, it could be freshwater too because of the fact that he says it's a lake. Yeah, this saltwater. So, I mean, saltwater lakes. That's Listen, not on the Grand Line. <laughs> well, there probably is. Yeah, no, I was about to say on the Grand Line. I think there'd probably be more. There would be. Us. There'd be nothing yeah. else. <laughs> Look, it's not that hard uh, to turn saltwater into freshwater to drink, and especially if you live in a country that doesn't have any water. That's the first thing you want to do is go to the fucking casino. And drink the water. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's where you're going. Uh, that is true. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, this is a clear uh, thing. But I think he hides behind the fact that he's, uh, you know, basically he's he is looked upon as a hero, uh, you know, by everybody. You know, uh, so did Jeff Bezos. But going to space what? and getting me a package the next day doesn't make you a hero. <laughs> Do people think? I don't know where that's going. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. You you really reached. <laughs> you want me to cut that off for you? Uh, you know, <laughs> leave it is, you we'll know who leave else it is in. reaching? Is uh, we get everyone reaching for uh, the Yuba water, and Luffy won't let him take it. 
And <laughs> Nami's like, wow, you're really like showing some restraint there. It's a, that's surprising for you, uh, talking to Luffy. And this is one of my favorite Luffy, Luffy moments in the whole arc, is Luffy's like, what? That's so rude that you would say that. How rude? You're rude. And he like gets in <laughs> Nami's face calling her rude. I love that he's so offended. <laughs> I like that uh, Usopp's trying to take it from him. He's like, gumma, gumma, no way! <laughs> just punching him in the face. Uh, uh, do you, would, you, would you be mad, Luce, if I took a little sip while you weren't looking? Just a little sip. Just the wet Of Yuba water that an old man gave me? <laughs> yeah, probably. I feel like the Yuba water is like, I, for some reason I feel like it would taste like coconut water. It's like delicious coconut water. What? It's been sitting in the sand and then some water, old dude. dusty dude no, just fucking water, made it though. drinkable? Like, this is Dasani's level mm. good. Don't. Dasani's no, comes from not. the fucking Hudson. It comes from the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is at least, this is some Zephyr Hill shit. It, no, actually, it's not Zephyr Hills. This is some fucking, uh, what's the Fiji vitamin water? water? Yeah. Shout out to all the Some water brands shit. that we are plugging in this episode for free. Let's not... sponsor us. Oh my God. <laughs> we're looking for that water sponsor. We're looking for Voss to sponsor us. Yeah, we're in the Alabasta arc. This is the perfect time to sponsor us for some Voss water. Drink it. You'll love it. You know what they love right now? A nice glass of Voss water. <laughs> this episode of the very, very, very. Oh, no. Cut this Voss. out. No, I'm not letting this bitch go on any longer. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, so uh, well, so Koza important is important note about episode one hundred and five. And... We get Panda Man. We get a Panda Man in the background. What? Uh, right before Luffy and yeah, you guys, are you guys really missing all these Panda Mans? I, because I'm oh I'm yeah, trying... Panda Man running past. I, I am. This isn't my eighth watch through. I'm trying to pay attention. What's the the foreground, <laughs> not the background? Yeah. Unlike Panda you Man playing was pretty these, in the we're paying attention one. to the story, Bill. And sometimes not even that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we're doing the deep digs. Panda Man does show up um, once they're trying to get into the casino. I, I did notice after Bill went. Yeah, and then he's also Panda Man. on the slot machine. He's one of the uh, one of the little icons on the slot machine too. In the following yes. episode, oh, you think he's they famous? gave him like a they gave him profile. He's so this, fan- this guy is everywhere. Ah, uh, you know what he probably is? He's probably like the, you know, that clothing line they have in One Piece? He's like the model or something. He's like the main model. He's like that guy. Mm. You know, that's why he's everywhere. He's like, you know, he's, he's, like, uh, he's got different shoots to be on. He's the spokesman. He might yeah. be CEO. He's like Brad Pitt in the 90s. Like every CK ad and, you know, the milk ads and all that shit. Oh, milk all these milk ads. Now we're talking about oh, those more ads. ads. We're getting away from advertisement here, and we are getting into rain dinners. And the, I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. VIP or pirates? What you picking? Uh, VIP. Yeah, that's. I'll. I'll, I'll I'm going to be VIP. honest. I'm, I'm going to do VIP too because, like, if I then go, you guys the wouldn't have gotten thing. caught in that trap that that the Straw Hats did. Well, I want to know what the pirates. VIP trap would have been. You know. They did go for pirates. They got trapdoored. My mind, I was like, oh, like if I was a pirate, I'd still go VIP because I'm like, there's probably champagne in the VIP room. Yeah, and uh, honestly, really for me, and a couch. It's that if I'm if I'm going to a place that says pirates, it's not that I don't want to go see cool pirates. It's that 
I feel real awkward in that, like, you know, I go in there <laughs> and then everybody would look at us as soon as we come in. Like, they know we're not supposed to be there. We're yeah, like not pirates. We're not real pirates. They know that. Yeah, yeah that's. Bill's got a Bill's got an eye patch on, but they know his eyes behind that. Yeah, <laughs> they they look at us and they're like, "These guys don't fight. These guys eat mac and cheese." No, I'm, and he's I'm there with an cheese. eye patch over over my right eye, and we're all hanging out being pirates. And then I uh, take my eye patch off so I can make a photograph, and everyone's like, <laughs> and you go, "Oh my god, he's gosh, got two my, eyes." My eye grew back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to These VX. guys aren't pirates. They're drinking Voss water. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're drinking Voss. All right, all right, all right, all right. Please all right, stop. Right. So, well, uh, I do have a question for you guys, because this happens just before the VIP pirate room. Is Koza... Uh, we, we see Koza is gearing up for a fight, um, yelling at a kid that reminds him of him when he was younger. And... At the same time, Karu shows up uh, to King Cobra's palace to deliver the message. And King Cobra learns that uh, Crocodile is responsible for the inevitable civil war that is about to come. And I have a question for you guys. Do you think that Cobra at this point should have met with Koza and talked to him about it? Because they do have... Vivi as this middle ground where they both know, even if they might not trust each other, you can trust Vivi. Do you think they should well, have talked about it? We already saw uh, Koza come to Cobra, and they, they talk in a flashback. But not with this information. About this is a direct... And, and like Vivi's handwriting, a direct message from Karu, Cobra could have done a one-on-one -on -one with Koza, or whatever you want to do. Yeah, but they're already the they're shit. already gearing up for war at this point, and so also Co uh, Cobra goes missing like the next day. Yeah, so yeah there's not that's what I, okay. The, the next the day, you can't say I don't want to talk to him because I went missing the day after. Like what? If you have what are you talking your, about, Luke? Your Luke, argument is... right now. Your argument right now was that he couldn't talk to him because the day later he went missing. That doesn't make any sense. I'm so, saying he gets this letter. You already know the rebel army's gearing up. Now you both have an enemy that you can go after. And it's coming directly from Vivi, a reliable source. So it's, You're saying that because he procrastinated one day? Lou, how many things yeah, are you procrastinating even, on for like months? It's not even procrastination. <laughs> it's, I am doing a photo shoot for myself two years later, but here, that's not the point. <laughs> there it's, we go. It, procrastination has like, like nothing to do with it. To get like your... To to get your army to uh, all of a sudden turn back, and there's no saying that all of a sudden you won't have Crocodile and Koza as enemies, because what if it doesn't matter, and Koza still wants to, like, you know... The, you're going to tell me you're not, not going to try fun. because it might not matter? No, I'm saying that that wouldn't be my first decision. Like, you know, the people that we've been, you know, killing for, you know, the, the, this rebellion's been going on. But the, they haven't you know, been killing anybody. They haven't killed fighting, anybody. In the haven't they? Verbally, but uh, and, like making statements, but they haven't been like physically fighting. Have there been any battles? No. With the rebel army? 
not like not like on screen, but like it. I, I thought it's been going on there. I thought it, no. I think they were just building up, building yeah, up. Yeah, the, the rebel the armies army. just existed, but they haven't done any terrorist attacks or anything like that. They he just knows they're on the radar of getting ready to overthrow the government or <sighs> the government of Alabasta. Uh, I don't. Well, and also, uh, we get we get it. And if you if you remember back to Drum Island, there was kind of a one off line where um, there was like a critical point at which. Uh, like a, a lot more of the citizens went and joined the rebel army. Yeah, uh, therefore I making that. their numbers equal to that of the uh, of the the king's army, mm-hmm. and that's that's what really like sets this whole thing in motion. Is that now they have equal forces, so they can you know theoretically take them out, you know, or like create a bloodbath of it, you know. So up until up until then, it, they're. They're an opposing. They're still an opposing army, though. There's this. They're still like listed enemies. So yeah, but Koza like, is also a child that Cobra has known since he was a child, and they have a common denominator, which is Vivi, who has a handwritten letter saying, "Mr. Zero is crocodile, and he's planning this attack that's going to be against the Rebel and Alabasta army." So I just feel like it would be easier if they met up and like. Yo, you remember my daughter, who's your really good friend? Hmm. You know, I know your father. I set you guys up with Yuba. No, if Come you, on. look, Louis, I'm, I'm, I, I agree. Like, I agree 100. percent But I'm saying in, in the day that between the uh, that and the next day where he is like, you know, when he goes missing, the, I don't think those logistics can happen. Like, you know, a, why uh, not? To, You're to the leader create, of a kingdom, be, and your first be, thing. First of all, you are the leader of a kingdom where half the citizens don't believe, like, you know, are, you know, rebelling against you, basically. There's a whole Yeah, rebel. exactly. That's your number one. So you have this proof that says otherwise. Why wouldn't that be your number one thing? So you can't go around with a piece of paper saying, like, you know, you, you can't call a ceasefire, if it, like, you know, and say, hey, I want to meet up in... It's, you can't call him on the cell phone. Like, you know... <laughs> yeah, no, you but you, you could find where he is. I mean, if... If Koza has the ability to have, how long did it take Koro to go bring the note? Karu, that's different. Karu, He's, Karu. you calling and him Karu, and I am imagining sorry. the the the, yeah. uh, the cat man. <laughs> I'm like, where's? Because I, I keep thinking that, like, you keep saying that, and I'm like, is Captain Kuro in this arc somehow? <laughs> uh, maybe it's some detail that I've missed, or maybe the duck was Look. actually Captain uh, Captain Kuro. Oh man! Don't you're talking. To, you're talking about a fucking duck that ran across the desert, which he did. This is like the fastest job. duck in the world. Yeah, this is don't, the fastest yeah, duck in the world. Yeah, he did a great. Yeah, okay, he did a great job. We're talking about a king, King he, Cobra, who has a whole fucking kingdom of people who can find out where the rebels are, which he probably already knows. If. Yeah, he knows. It's in, not that uh, hard. Uh, ca- it's not Cateria. that hard to figure out where they are, considering he knows who's the lead of the fucking rebel army and where he stationed him in Yuba. I'm sure he had tabs on him the whole time. You're acting as though like he has like uh, he's king, but you're acting as though he has like supreme authority where he would be able to just kill whoever he wanted whenever I'm he wanted. I'm not saying He kill. wouldn't have let I'm an army talk. get that big if he had that kind of control. He did. He led an army because he loves his people and he understands why they're upset. But, like, he has definitive proof now. All right. We're, we're, we're taking this to another place 
We should probably keep talking about One Piece, but all I'm going to say is you're wrong. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, let's I, just put a nice I, cap on that. Right I'm not there. disagreeing <laughs> with you. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really not. Like uh, I was just, it's, you know, in like if I'm playing, I think the game your timeline's chest, unrealistic, Lou. That's, yeah, the, that's all. The timeline is is an unrealistic timeline. I'm looking at it in the same sense where I have a lot going on in my plate in real life, right? Whether it be work, friends, all this stuff, I get a notification that says your account balance just went under or it's been compromised, whatever. That's my fucking first priority. If I know I'm about to be in a war with a rebellion army who thinks I did something I didn't do, and the first thing I got that morning was a note definitively saying that I didn't, that would be my priority number so, one. So and it took 24 you, hours so for him do? to disappear. What do you do next? You make a phone call, right? You look at fucking Pell or the other dude, and you go, where's Koza? And then you find him, and you talk to him. You, you, it's it saying, takes okay, five so minutes you ask as Pell, Pell's, Pell's going out. Yes, you bring okay. this note that Wait has Pell to come back with a response, and then Pell's you a bird. Meeting. Yeah, no, Pell's a bird. You're still you waiting for him to go and come back. It doesn't take twenty four hours. No, Pell's a bird. He can fly anywhere he fucking wants. It's not instantaneous. <laughs> it's not instantaneous. Maybe it takes three hours. Three hours is still shorter than twenty four hours. That's Three hours to get say. to where? I'm dropping the fucking mic. Anywhere that Koza's at, and he knows where Koza's at, because he knows the rebel army was being built in Yuba, where he's stationed Koza, and he's probably keeping tabs because this is a rebellion against his government. Boom. Yeah. No, that's 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 okay. Right. We're just gonna agree. Right. Listeners, no, that listeners, the straw hats make when they fall into the cage. Uh, that is that true. I'm just gonna say one last thing. We get the reveal thing. that this cage is made of kairoseki, which is uh, <laughs> All right. we've seen some uh, we've seen some of this before a little bit with like the handcuffs in one of the previous arcs, uh, but they didn't identify exactly why a straw hat or I'm sorry, why a devil fruit user could be handcuffed. And uh, we get the reveal with Smoker's staff that. What makes his staff strong is that it's made of the same stuff that the sea is made of. Like this, it's like sea stone, and sea it, so that gives it like the essence of the sea, which is repels the abilities of devil fruit users. The similar way that they can't swim, this stone resonates or uh, emits sort of something similar to that, and that's also what the cage that they're in is made out of, and that's why they can't just you know, go right out of it or smoker can't just use a smoke power to get through it. They specify that the sea prism comes from one specific ocean. Did they say what ocean? No, but I know. Oh, so we do find out <laughs> later <laughs> on. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, and yeah, so I will say that birds fly 47 miles an hour. So, you know, we can go through. <laughs> oh my God. Subject. Are we still on this? Let's move along. This is worse than the advertisement bit. Sorry, all right. Going. We're going to move on. I just um, wanted to say the last thing. <laughs> so Luffy is, like, super <laughs> eager to fight Crocodile, and he keeps, like, running up to the bars and just, like, getting weak at the, when he gets to the bars, and, like, he's just, like, basically, like, fainting every time he touches the bars, but he can't stop himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Getting I don't know why. It's, again, Luffy trapped Like, he just... I don't know why his gum gum powers will let him just get through these bars. Like... <laughs> He should be able to Mr. Fantastic this and then just No, like, but the thing is when he touches the bars, he like loses his devil fruit power basically. Yeah. Oh. 
Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's a whole the sea prison. That's why. Okay, I'm sorry. Which is like really funny too, because like, um, you know, like him running to the bars, an average speed of a human is 28 miles per hour. But if it was Pell, it'd be 47. Speaking of Pell, who is Pell? <laughs> Pell. He's a bird is... with fucking machine guns that flies out of the sky. Like I like the the scene. Um, I I think this is like one of the scenes that you could show someone and be like, yeah, this is One Piece, and it's just like Vivi's being chased <laughs> by some thugs, and then out of nowhere she looks up and she's like, oh my god, and then a bird with machine like a bird man with machine guns <laughs> flies out of the sky and shoots all these thugs, and just like then turns into a man, and they're like, oh my god, we're friends, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah, Which, that's One Piece. I know, I know, I shit on zone types. Pell's fucking rad. He's got the machine Finally, guns. Finally, this man says something sensible. But it's because he added on machine guns. Type. He's like, I'm a hawk. Also, I have guns. And you're like, hell yeah, you do. He's a and hawk he's, man. Let me tell you something. Dude. Every devil for power, it's about the utility. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, how can, I'm a bird. Yes how and. can I make a, yeah, how can I make this bird uh, freaking put guns on there? I'm like a fighter jet? Like, that's, that's so cool. Red, this white, and blue, baby. With the reveal that this is the strongest warrior in Alabasta. Oh, he's so cool. Which is a well, little, then, you know, first of all, he's the strongest warrior. So what does that mean? That means, suck it, Chaka. You're not the strongest warrior. But it is a little disrespectful to Igorum, I think, because, you well, know, Igram got Hell blown up. had two guns. And Igram had like eight in his hair alone. Yeah, but he got blown up. That's true. But then again, eager, uh, or but then again, Pell did get caught relatively quick, and then his back snapped. Almost, yeah, immediately. that'll do it. Uh, From yeah. this all Sunday so to be like that was yeah, brutal. and she was like that was that was your that was your best fighter. And then, she yeah, she fucks his day up in like two seconds. It's like she like puts him in the Cripple Creek Ferry and like you know the <laughs> the uh, uh, sharpshooter and the figure four leg lock. And yeah, Pell's pretty much done. Got him in a triangle. It's just like a triangle, you know what I'm saying? Full arm bars. That, uh, we get the it. reveal that her fruit is the flower flower fruit and she can make her like yeah. she can make limbs like bloom onto anything. Which I was honestly thinking about this when I was watching rewatching this, I guess. Um how fucking useful this fruit power would be. Have you ever had that moment where it's like 3 a.m., you're in bed, you just woke up because you have to pee, but you have to get up? Could you, in theory... Are you just saying you just manifest your... <laughs> into, like, your... Uh, <laughs> to go to the bathroom. Genitals into the bathroom. I don't... Yeah. Th- yeah. Your genitals like are still really on your body, though. But, like, your kidneys, you could also manifest. So Yeah, like, you're technically... manifesting another pair of kidneys, not the ones that you have on you. Yeah, I think that's how it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> Plus, yeah, I would be so true, annoyed if you had that power. I go in the room, I go in the bathroom to go to the bathroom, and the <laughs> there's two kidneys and a penis, <laughs> and Liz is dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> and then like a floating hand trying to feel around in the dark to see Plus, if I'm aiming. You know, right? I don't want to belabor and this any, but where does your dick aiming. spawn? Your your you and your in this in this theory, your dick just spawns on the <laughs> toilet seat. Then I gotta sit on that later. Like well, I, no, like, I, I I genuinely I'm being dead ass serious. I did think about it. I was like, I would have to spawn my hand to feel. My, I could spawn my eyes. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna spawn my hand to feel around. Cause if I use my eyes, I'm already. And then you spawn your dick up. off of your hand. 
Yeah, because I got to figure out, okay, there's a toilet seat. And then if I use my eyes, it's the same thing as like when you have to go pee 3 a.m. You open your, your eyes. And your uh, penis is falling right into the toilet. And that's <laughs> yeah. how that I'm goes. aiming. It's, okay. And, then, well, and it's you drowning. know what? I can still go and it's not going to be on me. And I aimed. No, so you, when no you make you'll these be in the toilet. You'll be underwater. You're, you're double the power and make you drown. Ah. All right, well, if my kidneys aren't attached and they're like a copy of my kidneys, that kind of defeats the whole thing. So I guess I didn't think about that. <laughs> guess what? We know. <laughs> All right, so uh, this... I like uh, Miss All Sunday. Uh, she's very gray. She's very gray as a character. Um, In what way? Because you mean like Ray? Like you can't figure out like if she's good, she's bad, she's like, uh, yeah, the, Kristen the, Stewart. Yeah, because it's like you see like some tension between her and Crocodile later. You saw that you know she was speaking like she gave the Straw Hats basically a heads up like way early on about where like uh, basically helping them out. Um, I mean, she even brings Vivi to Crocodile, essentially. Yeah, so it's like it's, ready to fight in a in a in an organization all about secrecy. She is the most secret secretive. Um, you know that's uh, that's that's uh, I I did I did notice that about her. Even yeah, even when the during the fight, she's like. Yeah, she's laughing and she's like, I, I'm gonna go to the next town. Like, you know, she's like, you know, I'm not gonna get involved in this. You know, it's it's not a. Uh, I guess they're partners, right? So wouldn't they be like co? Well, but that's the thing too is Crocodile's not friends with like even the broke work agents, right? So even her being his partner. And we do find out later on she's a very strong person based off the bounty that she has. Like, she could just specifically be his right-hand man because she's so powerful and not because they're friends. But we don't really know that. Uh, Bill, with the Baroque works, the the partner, I know, like, the, number, the numbers for some reason, like, are they actual partners or are they, like, more like sidekicks? What do you mean the numbers? The like the pairings of like, yeah. yeah, they're like partners. Yeah, they're like a duo. Okay, so, so they do all their work together. Okay, so like it would stand to say that, uh, you know, Crocodile and Miss All Sunday are co. Yeah, running absolutely. This whole thing. I mean, Crocodile is like running the show, but yeah, that's uh, that's like his number two. Like, I mean, that's well, wrong to say because there is a literal number two, but uh, that's like his first mate. Basically, is uh, well, then that wouldn't Miss be Miss All Sunday. So yeah, so she is still under under him. Yeah, she's under him for sure. Yeah, but oh, okay. we do so get that's... the reveal that that she has the same bounty as him. Yeah, uh, so that's what that's what I was that's what I was wondering. But she has the same bounty as him from twenty years prior, which means she's been doing some badass shit for a long time. Which I yeah. th that's why I'm saying like I think Crocodile like having her as his number two. Like, makes sense. Doesn't necessarily mean they have to get along. Crocodile seems like he's pretty fucking well off and rich and all this stuff, so. I mean, he has water. He has a moat. In a land of no water. That's. Baller move. 
Yeah, you know? yeah, that's pretty baller. All that sand. Another thing that we get here that I that I love. One of my favorite things in in, uh, in One Piece is we get the first impression. We get the Sanji impression by Luffy. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> Fake smoking a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. All, all right. Next, I'm gonna do Zoro. Oni. Yeah, and he, he gets, just gets cut hit off. In the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if it's jumping up, but shout out to Sanji this arc. Like, oh 100%. yeah, he is great. So Sanji moments. Cool. God, so smooth. The fact that he he's like the, calls him up and he's like, he's like, you've heard this voice before. Thank you for calling the damn restaurant. Like, oh, so fucking tight. I'm still not over that bad translation. It should be the shitty restaurant, but um, I still get yeah, the shitty I, restaurant. Uh, you've called the shitty restaurant. It's me, Mr. Prince. Oh man, it's so sick. Mr. Prince. Mr. Yeah, and that's like almost his alias for this for this actually for this whole saga, you know. Uh is cuz even even when he comes down later and the straw hats are there like instead of calling him Sanji, they're like Prince, Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And with the with the I'll put it as my very 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 of the week, the very 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 dopest sunglasses i was like, i was oh, literally gonna say this so if you sick. didn't because yeah he yeah. looks so sick yeah. with his sunglasses oh it's just soak it up soak it up guys. and the type of like frames they are too you see like any other person it looks kind of like like pretty whack he's got him he's got like the fucking sunflower color yellow going on you're like it's perfect dude's perfect smooth as shit right now and then they immediately cut attention by him, like you know, uh, being a total a goober uh, to Nami. And, and well, before being... they do that too, uh, the part that oh, that like, made me fucking laugh so hard was uh, him like, "Oh, it sounds like you have my friends close by." Well, let me tell you what's gonna go down, and then you hear a gunshot go off, and you're like, "He's dead." <laughs> Which is also such a cool shit. move too, because it it's like a comedy beat almost. But it's also like extra smooth planning on on uh, Sanji's yeah, part because when knows you he's see the reverse, yeah, when you see the reverse and you're like, oh, this was a funny thing, but it's like, oh no, he beat the shit out of some of the millions. Like the gunshot came from Sanji's hand and just got this other guy to fucking talk for him. Like, ooh, ooh. But then, yeah, and then it immediately falls apart, like Justin was saying, where uh, they're like Sanji, and he's like, Nami Swan. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. So good. That's that's like one of the that's that's one, the, maybe the best thing about the show is, is them being able to switch like you know switch tones like so fast. So yeah, on a dime. Yeah, and yeah. it's all and it all it all makes sense uh, for the characters. Um, While they're stuck in the cage, we have King Cobra, who has vanished at this point showing up in a uh, town square essentially and talking to the villagers which he shows up in uh, nanohana which is the mm-hmm. nanohana is the uh the town that the straw hats landed on in alabasta mm. yeah i remember first seeing this justin how did you feel about this because you saw king cobra just essentially telling everybody like yeah you're all dumb like for trusting me yeah, it was something weird. Like I didn't know at the time. Like I was like, "Is this like supposed to be like humor?" Something was something was definitely off. I could tell that something was off. Like the whole like the whole time. And 
when like obviously the like that reveal happened i was like get the fuck out of here like you know they like the you know basically we got like a reverse shot of when um nami's mom was uh was shot it's like it goes to black and white and you know uh and gets oh yeah koza getting shot in front of like all the people oh yeah god yeah and so there was like that was like crazy and i thought koza did because that it looked like it went right through him like i thought he blew a hole in him um yeah, but but uh, I mean, he did just not on the side of his heart, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could live with this this hole on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could totally make it. Uh, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like during that whole scene too, like it's so it's so awesome to see like how detrimental it is because you know earlier and not necessarily this episode, but another one. Um, you know, Koza has like this whole discussion with uh that kid who's like oh i'm not afraid to fight and he's like well that's where we differ like we are afraid and we're putting our lives on the line for our country and you know um i don't know if that kid has a name bill you might have an answer to this uh i don't know his name either but yeah the uh they they like have built him up a little bit prior to this point, yeah. so you you can recognize him as a as a character. And yeah, the, and the crew behind uh, Koza that's his that's the same gang from the flashback, right? Last Not time. sure. I don't know if that in was in theory. There's or probably some overlap. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I think I think at least I saw like two or three of them. I was like, oh yeah, you guys. I guess you guys are just. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. You guys all hang out. <laughs> like, no, they're fighting yeah, the rebel. Course. They're fighting they're with like the rebel. High school but, friends. Uh, yeah, they're high school friends. They, you know. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Koza seeing the kid who, you know, he notices it's Bon Clay, and uh, he gets completely demolished by Mister One and uh, what's her face, Miss um, Doublefinger. Miss Doublefinger, yeah. Which is that's uh, honestly, if you're gonna that? run into anyone from Baroque Works, that's a bad set. Yeah, you don't want to be around them. But I, I do love where they lay him down. And they're like, "Don't speak, it's okay." And like Koza puts his hand on his head, and he's like, "This country needs to die." And it's just like, "Fuck!" Like, Ooh. yeah, it's like this whole remembrance of like him younger and like being the scrappy kid who's like fighting for the right cause and he's still he's like he even said like i haven't changed and like just that acknowledgement where it's like you did it you pushed him over the edge like there's you can't talk him out of what he's about to do and a civil war breaks out so sick yeah you thought we would have ended the civil war we kill the we kill the main guy right well he's hoping to end the civil war by being on the winning side you know but Seeing that child and saying, yeah, like, let's end... Yeah. He says, like, let's end this country. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. So much well, I also love there's there's a, a scene that we get of uh, Miss Doublefinger just walking through the fire with her, like, hip sway. Oh, my God. I love... I, I played it back, like, three times. It's like, that's that's such a great, just, like, little scene in and of itself. Yeah. No, I like Miss Doublefinger a lot. Uh, what day of the week is she supposed to be? Um, I actually don't know. I think so. Some of these are like yeah. uh, Japanese holidays, like Golden Week is like a Japanese holiday. Um, I'm not sure if Miss All Sunday refers to a specific holiday, actually. Uh, I think Double Finger is also, 
I, 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 the thing is like, I read about this like years ago cause I was curious and I did not retain that information. So unfortunately I cannot, uh, speak in any, uh, it authoritative is, way about it. It is new year's day. Okay. So double finger. That's a pretty big one. So actually it's, a. What it actually refers to is double finger January first, so one one. Oh, oh, that's sick. Yeah, so that's awesome. Double finger. Uh, yeah, Damn. that's actually pretty cool. Well, while that's going on, you got a crocodile waving the key in front of uh, in front of everybody, essentially, and being like, "This is your only ticket out," and throws it into the fucking banana gator pit. Um, well, he throws it on top of the trap door, and then it, and then he activates yeah. the trap door, which I thought was so funny. I was like, first of all, <laughs> does he just have like the trap door switch? He like just mind controls his trap door, but also like think about like all the trap doors that they installed in this place, and like who's the guy who designed it? And they're like, you really, you sure you want another trap door here? It's like, yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, I do. I need my trap doors. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen a Bond movie? I need trap doors. Oh, gosh. Uh, but it's also because when it when that came up, I was also like, what is there just a fucking trap door everywhere? But when I thought about it, I was like, no, that's the trap door that they threw Mr. Three down as well. So that's that's established. There is a trap door there. Actually, I wasn't I didn't think about that. Yeah, you got to look at the paint. That way, you know, not to walk on it. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you go down to Rain Dinner's like private cafe, like the aquarium part, you're like looking around your feet. You're like, sir. Is there a fucking trap door? Where is it at? Door, I know it's around. I haven't been here in like <gasps> three months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just go, hey, hey, crocodile, where's that trap door? <laughs> well, crocodile is a fucking asshole. Besides all the things that he does, <laughs> he, he, no, it's like specifically, he brings up an example, and he's talking about an old man in Yuba. Who's like pointlessly digging for water and talking about, do you think it's so crazy that stands like a sandstorm would hit Yuba so often, so directly? And you're like, fuck, why him? Why are you going after Toto? This sends Luffy over the edge though. I love it. He's like, he's Luffy just gets like more and more pissed and you're like more and more hyped. You're like, yes, he's going to fuck crocodile up. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, so personal and not related like I think the whole idea was obviously he wants to wreck Yuba this like new utopia that was supposed to show yeah and that's where the rebel army was supposed to be initially right so yeah I'm sure they moved he basically moves them it could be tactical uh, 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 if anything Um, uh, do we want to are we at the part uh, of the big fight no, not yet, because no, I, I no, do want to say what's fucking tight is um, he starts flooding oh, that yeah. room that they're locked into, and Luffy mm-hmm. yells out to him, if we die, who's going to kick your ass? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking tell him. Fucking tell him. And w- this corons- uh, corresponds with, you know, Sanji making his big move, the reveal that on the opposite side of the phone was... A gunshot that he controlled for the millions that he beat their ass. And uh, one, such a flex to like call Crocodile up 
and be like, hey, remember me. Two, such an awesome moment for Chopper where he's like, Sanji says to Chopper, like, I need you to cause a distraction. I'm going to go in. And Chopper says to himself, like, you know, do what you can, which is like the whole conversation that he had with like uh, Zoro. Zoro. Yeah. Yeah. And him standing there on the steps in Sanji's outfit, super big, looking sad. He's like, I'm Mr. Prince. (laughs) No, he's not in Sanji's outfit. He's in his own outfit, but he's just like being super big. And like, he just is yelling, I'm Mr. Prince. I'm Mr. Prince. And he's just like giving everyone the hands, dude. He is just like, he was wearing, he flexes the forearm. Oh yeah. It's tight. That forearm is like clothes. Oh my God. No, I thought he was wearing Sanji's outfit because uh, is it? later on he walks past a crocodile and he's just regular chopper and uh, his outfit's just dragging across the fucking dirt and sand oh, and he's just maybe, like, oh. Maybe you're actually right. Maybe you're yeah, right, actually. I, I thought it was so funny. Like It was all like tight-fitting on him. He looks super uncomfortable to begin with and mm-hmm. he's just standing on the bottom step and he's like, I'm, I'm Mr. Prince. <laughs> Which is, you know, how I think I'm going to start introducing that- myself. That just means that Sanji was wearing his suit under that clo- under those clothes the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You so because when he like you know when he took it off, it was like, and then he just looked so cool. It's like when James Bond t- like takes off his uh, uh, his uh, scuba scuba suit and he's wearing like his full suit underneath. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, oh man! So but during this, there's this uh, one. I, I don't want to say it's a throwaway scene, but I thought it was relative to like how fucking funny it was was um mr one is sitting in a stagecoach being pulled by the uh cowboy turtle and there's another mr one sitting in front of him and they're just looking at each other and he's like when did you touch my face and he's like i didn't i punched it you muscle brain (laughs) and i start fighting First it's of all, Lou clay. loves this because this is exactly what Lou would do to me if he had the Bonclay <laughs> Devil Fruit. Yeah. I'd be like playing a video game and being like frustrated and I'd turn over to Lou and Lou'd be looking at me with my own face. <laughs> when did you touch my face? Fist only! Fist only! <laughs> but he would make it look slightly like weirder. Make, it, like, make you look like yeah. Oh no, he would, would have make... it with my haircut from high school. Yeah, yeah. Like... I would make you look like the character. <laughs> have a bandana on some fucking giant sunglasses just looking at you going yeah scrub <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh uh, yeah so what do we get a what do we get into next well, we're talking about at this point sanji smashes the bridge he's filling vvn on all of this stuff and um he ends up getting the key back, but only at the cost of having Mr. Three come out of a banana gator. Oh, yeah, that uh, was awesome. He comes out in like a wax egg. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah. His head, that doesn't look like a key. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out looking so dehydrated. Uh, but the boy did it. He fucking did it. Mr. Three made it through. Um, but I love the realization where <laughs> Usopp's like, he might have thrown the key, but he can make another one out of wax. And Sanji, it just cuts to Mr. Three opening up the gate, and then they show you a close-up of Mr. Three. 
just beat to all hell. <laughs> so just, Actually, I want to cover, there was one gag that I wanted to mention that we kind of missed because we were talking about other stuff. But like when they're in the cage and uh, Krakenau's walking out and Zoro's like, if I could only cut through these bars... And it's like portrayal to like Zoro's like constantly trying to like cut like harder materials, right? He's like, if I could only mm-hmm. cut through these bars. And Luffy's like, you can't cut through them. That's why we're stuck in here. Man, you're so dumb, Zoro. <laughs> He's like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you guys. Actually, I have a yeah. question for Justin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, sorry, I'm not trying to start another argument, but I, I, I am asking sincerely. They're stuck in a cage that is sea prism, so technically speaking, they can't use their fruits to the full potential. Who do you think would win, Zoro or Smokey? Zoro in a Smokey. hell in the cell. A hell yeah. in the cell. I mean, you see those gains on Smokey still. Yeah, he's fucking massive. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I don't know. We're going speed versus. Is, is Zoro? Does Zoro have his swords? Yeah, yeah, he still has his three so. swords. And, and, Smoker and, uh, actually has his too. Uh, let's see. Let's see, we go. We're going back and forth. It's, it's uh, if I'm putting my money down on the line, right? I would say that I would be going with uh, Zoro because I think Smoker's probably out of his element, like ten percent. It's kind of like uh, yeah, it's like your whole moose set is a little bit different like you know you have to you have to think a little bit different you're probably yeah like if he had like a month to train he could probably beat zoro or like you know be close uh but uh zoro like he really hasn't lost a step so uh you know he has a little bit more uh, of an so, advantage yeah i'm feeling the same way like smoker technically can still do what he does as long as he doesn't touch the cage but you're backed into a fucking corner when you've got a guy with three swords it's, coming at you it's the same thing as when uh luffy was on the boat that wasn't like stable and he's like i can't use my powers like you know to their fullest extent yeah it's like, yeah it's, i'm off balance uh yeah, uh, so that's always that's that was really interesting. Um, well, you got, any got objections? some good. Hmm? Uh, well, Smoker got some really good portrayal here. Uh, this is something Smoker, that I always sorry. forget about, and by the time this is like relevant in a way that like either of you would be like, oh shit, it's gonna be so we're gonna be so far down the line that we're not even gonna remember this moment probably. But Smoker says, oh, the key is in that gator. Can't you hear it? Like, can't you hear yeah, that it's like, that's what are your, the one? What are your ears for? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Luffy gives... even uh, listens in and goes, yeah, I don't hear it. I can't tell <laughs> the difference. Yeah, I can't tell the difference. But this you're gives doing Smoker the same this thing, portrayal right? uh, that it, it'll means, like, it kind of means something way later. And it, it, it you know, it potentially power scales him up kind of higher. Uh, and actually, no, it'll mean something later in this arc, actually. We'll get the first hint of it. Oh, okay. Oh, um, really? Uh, well, Lou, you've already seen this, and maybe you're not thinking of what I'm thinking of, but no. I think it's in the next set of episodes. you got to think, this is my second watch-through of the Alabasta arc. So, I like, I am in the same boat as Justin, where it's like, I was taking in what was happening beat by beat, and then now on the rewatch, I'm like, oh, 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 okay, oh. Oh, all right. Like everything just means a little bit more, but there's still, I'm 
positive of it. There's still so much that I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm probably going to figure this shit out later. Like, Yeah, that's part of what makes uh, watching One Piece through again every, like, two or three years really satisfying is because I mean, this... there's all these, like, things that you were like, oh, this is like a, like, you know, in the most recent chapter, they referenced this thing, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, I, I don't want to derail this too much. We can jump right back in. But I do want to say that, um, you know, watching the Alabasta arc again, all of these episodes that we're doing for the podcast, you know, like, they're still relatively recent to me uh, within the last year. And yeah. re-watching them, this is a completely different rewatch through. Like, it feels significantly different. There are certain parts where I'm like, yeah, this is what it is. But, like, there's a lot of it where I'm like, this makes so much more fucking sense. Um, so just to put that out there, the rewatchability of One Piece is phenomenal. Uh, and our captain has probably rewatched For real. Alabasta like seven fucking times at this point. So I watched I re I, this is my second time this year watching it because I watched it with you earlier in the year. <laughs> For my watch through, my first watch through, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Smoker is on a different level. Um, and it's really cool when they do like get their way out of the cage and, you know, the room floods and they come out, Zoro pulls Smoker out and Usopp's like, why would you do that? He's the enemy. And you get this confrontation between Smoker and Zoro on like, why did you save me? That's I love this. Yeah. I, no. I, actually, this moment, like, like will make me tear up a little bit. I, I was, I was like. I didn't cry, but like I was, I felt like I felt the tears forming because it's just like, oh, it just does so much for Luffy's character because Luffy's like, Zoro, get him, and and uh, Zoro's like, no, leave him be, uh, like you know he's our he's enemy, our enemy yeah. and Luffy says he can't swim, he'll die, and that like the fact that Luffy even cares, you know what I mean, is just like, yeah. and and you know it's like. Luffy just un like in intuitively understands something about Smoker that he's like not actually that bad of a guy, even if he's like you know after Luffy. Like Luffy can respect his enemies if you know. Obviously, he doesn't respect Crocodile because Crocodile is like a bad dude. But Smoker is you know his heart is in the right place, even if he has a different viewpoint than Luffy. And we also see this with to a different extent with uh, with Ace where. Uh, Ace is like, well, I'm gonna make Whitebeard the king of the pirates, and Luffy's like, well, I guess we'll have to fight. You know, it's like he yeah. still loves Ace, but it's like, yeah, yeah we'll have to fight friends. someday. And I, on some I feel level, like this that's got rooted. Is... Yeah, sorry. Good. No, I was gonna say, I feel like this, this love for I, I don't want to say love, but there's this like respect towards Smoker that correlates, in my mind at least, with Kobe who is somebody that is a friend because he's good natured, has a good heart. He's on the wrong side towards, you know, like from Luffy's point of view, or, I mean, I don't want to say too much about the world government, but um, he's on the wrong side, but he's got like this good heart and it's like, you can see it. And what's even better is like Luffy looking at Smoker where he's like, go, you know? And this is like a guy who plays by the books he doesn't like deviate from that at all and he lets the straw hats go and luffy is the last person like looking at him and he's like you know you're not 
unlikable, you know? And yeah. Smoker gets so mad, he starts to fighting fair, Luffy. That is a kind of a bad compliment. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. That's a Luffy compliment. And I, that's I, not I unlikable. That's a backhanded... Like a... You're not yeah. totally unlikable, you know? That's a backhanded compliment. It's and for somebody smile. like Smoker... It's the smile that makes you... Like, that really, like... <laughs> what you were talking about, what you were talking about, Bill, like, you know, about get, that's what actually got me. Now that, like, when he said he would... Because to me, like... That was a no-brainer that Luffy would go say, like, go save him. Because I mean, even his worst enemies, does he ever say that he's going to kill somebody? No, he always says, "I'm going to kick your ass." Like, it's True. it's never he would. I don't think his intention is ever to kill anybody. Uh, it's to like, teach a lesson. Yeah, he needs to stop you from doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, and that's. Uh, I think that's. Uh, it's because Luffy's very pure-hearted you know that's it's it's that's why you know i feel like that's why they they follow him because luffy yeah. really does the right thing morally like almost always when luffy says no it's <laughs> no when Luffy says um, no, ask what's it, what's it, what is it about? Uh, go ask Nami what Luffy was talking about, yeah. <laughs> and then go talk to so Zoro. So we did skip over. We did skip over one <laughs> other relevant thing that we kind of touched on a little bit. Of uh, Smoker is convinced that something is going on more than just Crocodile trying to take over the country, and he references. Uh, he was like, "Do you know who that is? Miss All Sunday." Uh, he's like, that's Nico Robin. She yeah. has a bounty as high as uh, as high as crocodiles, and this is we get the re- the reveal of uh, of uh, Miss All Sunday's name, Nico Robin, and Smoker says, "I'm convinced that this could be, depending on what crocodile's actual motivation is, this could be like an issue for the whole world, not just for this country." And so when he gets out. Uh, with with Luffy and they're outside of uh, rain uh, rain dinners. The first thing Smoker does is he calls in all of the local uh, navy to like come to yeah. Alabasta all at once. For he wants to summon like as much of the navy as he can because he's convinced that something very big is about to happen in Alabasta. Which I love that he doesn't even say like oh we've got Nico Robin or like it's a crocodile situation. It's he doesn't say anything actually. Uh, the other guy that he's like giving this information to is like over four straw hats, and he he's like, I didn't ask for your fucking opinion. <laughs> he didn't he say said he didn't but ask for the the like the, the high, yeah the navy's opinion. Uh, yeah, the, so it was yeah it wasn't even it wasn't even that. And he said I don't I didn't even I didn't ask for the navy's opinion. Yeah. So Which, some real shit is on the line right now from what we've gotten out of like Smoker's reaction to this whole situation, you know. And it's and it's and it it still plays that you know Smoker. It's I mean honestly he should say I didn't I I didn't ask for your opinion like you know that's to being for being a captain you know that like I shouldn't have it's like you'd be questioning like you know uh, an order or whatever but even for exposition it was. Is it? Yeah, I guess you do have to like answer to them because they're the ones that are going to be sending the ships. <laughs> like, uh, it's, you know, admirals. Like, oh, Smoker says he needs this. Uh, needs this over there. And they say, I don't fucking answer to Smoker. 
<laughs> but these I don't talk to that dude. He smokes two cigars every fucking day. He's crazy. Oh, well, that's one of my favorite scenes is when he gets out. And he's only got one cigar in his I mouth, so he puts, yeah. a he puts a second cigar in his mouth. Oh my so god, sad. I was dying. It made me think if uh, does Smoker always have two cigars in his mouth, or does he? Yeah, he does. No, yeah, he always has two. Yeah, and I was two. like, and I was like, uh, but uh, I was like, oh, he he always, and I didn't notice that he only had one. <laughs> Damn, uh, dude, yeah, he gets out also, of the water. He's like, finally, I can put my second cigar in. Gosh. Always gonna have that. One. I love, I love the double play off of you know they all get pulled out of the water, and um, they're all like regrouping, just like is everybody okay? And Sanji looks at Nami. He's like, Nami, do you still have that perfume I gave you? And she's like, Yeah, this. You want me to like apply it like this? And then like he does like, Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I love that you're using it. <laughs> But there's like that double play where it's like it's actually he's doing it because Chopper's separated from the group and yeah. Chopper comes up with a fucking giant sand crab. That's the and best lashes. part. That's, that is the so best part of this entire arc. Giant fucking sand crab. Yeah. That um, Chopper's driving. Chopper, yes, yes. Chopper says Chopper says this is one of Lash's friends and I was like no if it was one of Lash's friends he'd be wearing a wife beater and smoking Newports like there's no <laughs> way this crap is Lash's friend uh, but I, 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 I love that of that little like you know it was like a throwaway gag that's like uh uh-huh, Sanji's being a little perv but like it's so nice that it like ties together like they're separated and Chopper can find his way back to the group I yeah, no, it's it's really smart. Uh, you know, and, and again, you, like the utility of the the characters uh, and thoughtful too. Yeah, no, it, it does, and it's a funny joke. It's like, you know, <laughs> it, it it's got layers, man. Yeah, uh, but and you know what? It ends with giant a giant crab. And it does. I, I'm always a big fan of that. Huge, huge fan of that. You got like desert shrimp, and now you've got desert crabs. You know? A giant turtle. And this is where the shit goes down because they start riding away shit on this crab, and the the hook out of nowhere just grabs Vivi, and Luffy acts immediately. He just like switches places with Vivi, and he's like, "Go on without me." Yep. And I also there's a great moment here where Vivi is extremely worried about the situation, and yep. Luffy's like, "No, I'll handle this myself." And Nami tells Vivi not to worry, and she says something like. I feel sorry for them because no one that's ever faced Luffy's come out on the winning side. Uh, And this is like, we start to see a lot, especially, you know, in this arc, we start to see a lot of the straw hats, like really upping their faith in Luffy, like, and, and like portraying it more outwardly. Like, like, no, we believe in our captain. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask Justin this because I had this written down uh, specifically because I also felt the same way when watching this for the first time, where at this point you've seen Luffy demolish, you know, the big bad, right? And at this point, you know, Luffy switches places. He's, you know, he's about to fight Crocodile and Nami's saying like, yeah, I'd be more worried for the other people. Justin. Did you feel the same way where you're like, he's going to be fine. He's going to come out on top. Uh, n- no, 
only because I was like, oh, we'll get two more arcs of Alabasta to go through, or two more hmm. episodes. Uh, this. <laughs> Uh, so it's like unless some cool big twist happens, like you know, that's a like you know, and he takes him down here, uh, and I, what I was really interested, like you know, the the my question always isn't if Luffy's gonna uh, beat them, is like you know what this show does better than a lot of other shows is how is he going to do it, you know, yeah. um, yeah. and it's another situation where Luffy's. Uh, like main tools are are not effective. Like you know his 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 like you know his punches are are not uh like you know uh literally not landing. Um, yeah. You know when facing a uh, uh, crocodile, I did find it like I will like just to put a, a little damper on it. I I was like, uh, well, this is kind of like when he fought Smoker, right? This is. I was like, this is. This is kind of the same type. A of little bit. Fight. You, you have more on the line, and the only no, reason no. I say that is because Bill and I were on Discord with you while you were finishing up the last episode, and you were like, "Yeah, that's right. Fuck him up." And it got silent for a second, and then I heard Justin go, "Ah, ah, he's <laughs> like screaming." Yeah, it's uh, that ends up being like the Trump card. But like it, up until that point, I was like, uh, it's it's just that kind of fight. Like it's just like. So what do you what, what do you mean when you say that that it's just like the smoker fight? Well, it's I mean, it's uh, just because they're both Logia users. Because smoke that smoker is anything. trying that, that to that word means nothing smoke. to me. <laughs> They're elemental devil users. fruits. Yeah, they're, well, yeah. Uh, uh, it's Smoker's like, trying to like at least capture him, and I feel like Crocodile's like, no, I'm I'm giving you three minutes. I'm gonna fucking kill you, like, and then that's it. Well, I think the the thing when I said they're like similar fights is the uh, Luffy is against something that again he can't hit, like you know, uh, you know, he can't, he couldn't fight smoker head on because he couldn't punch him uh and that's a lot of luffy's like you know moves is like he's a know, melee build yeah yeah his he's he's very much a melee build he, he doesn't have he doesn't have uh other stuff really like you know to uh to rely on or at least nothing that we've seen yet um so, like, you know, my question is, uh, yes, so how is he going to do it? Like, you know, how is he going to, like, you know, beat this guy? Um, and, uh, yeah, no, that's, it actually kind of reminded me of, like, in a video game when you would face the main boss uh, early on. And, and then you when you're about to die, they say, oh, no time left for today. And then they go leave and... Like you mm-hmm. know, yeah, you like those boss fights that you're like supposed to lose. Yeah, those boss fights that you're supposed to lose. Um, or yeah, that the, the like the health bar wasn't really like you know. Oh, that was cute. Like the the way they like you know the they pretend like they didn't do that much damage or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I found that uh, the yeah that's that's what I felt yeah. a little bit on this one. I don't see this being in any way related to the smoker fight or like you know scenes with smoker, other than that they. Uh, both of their devil fruits are Logia, which is the uh, elemental, you know, kind of devil fruit, I think. Um, and and even just from Smoker's portrayal uh, in this arc, it's like, you know, I'm kind of dragging here, but 
Luffy doesn't have a real reason to fight Smoker. Like he just escaped from him last time and he kind of had Dragon to help him out, right? So whereas True. Crocodile is a different power set in terms of like what his devil fruit does, but it's also there's no getting around the fact that he has to beat Crocodile. There's no like there's no running Dragon's away. not gonna yeah. come save him. There's no running away from this island. So I see this as like this is the fight where we have to see them solve the Logia puzzle. Like, what does it mean to fight an elemental devil fruit user? Yeah, uh, especially our, in his element, the, too. Because, so, like, you have... I'm sorry, but, like, just, like, as an elemental type, and you're literally in your element. Like, he's a sand yeah. sand fruit user, and he's in the desert. Everything surrounding them is literally on his side, and it's... It's... I don't know. It's detrimental towards, you know, Luffy, where he might... He doesn't have the upper hand because we even see like when Luffy comes out the gate, he's going hard. Like he starts with like, you know, his gum gum punch. And then like all of a sudden it's gum gum bazooka. And then it's, um, does the, the axe. Move with the... Yeah. Oh, the and axe is like... so great. It just like cuts. And it half, does basically. nothing. It does nothing. And you're like, oh my fuck. Like what's going to happen? And you, you see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's. It's there. It's again. It's it's yeah. It's it's what you were saying, Bill. It's uh, how do you solve that puzzle? And that's what I was thinking about. Like that's what instead of like you know if Luffy like you know I'd be more worried about him. I was like, so how's Luffy gonna get get out of it? Like you know that was that's what's more pressing and like you know on uh like you know in my brain like you know because I find that pu- the puzzle more like you know more interesting than uh yeah like you know than anything else uh and and to your point justin too like luffy even does that as well where like we see him take a giant chomp out of um smoke or not smoker jesus out of a uh, crocodile where it's like all right well scene. if i can't hit him and i can't like swing through him like maybe i can just fucking eat this dude like i don't know yeah. what am i like left to do you know yeah that's a, he makes his hands into a net like <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah he's like i'll catch you and he's like that's not gonna work like he's literally doing everything he can in his power scale that he can do to try to take out crocodile and or at least what he can think of to avail yeah 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 um which eating sand sounds fucking terrible you have to be completely committed to do that well, you know, that's it's life or death. <laughs> eh, you know, I eat sand all the time. It's no it's big just, deal. It's, it's like sand. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he does the the. I mean, to me, it's so. What I was saying before, like it's it's similar. I I was thinking it was similar to the smoker fight until he does that Trump move of like taking all the water out of uh, Luffy's arm, basically. Oh yeah. That's like that's like a different yeah that's uh, that's what made it a little bit more uh, that's what made the, it, it different uh, than the other one. That's um, more brutal too. Oh yeah, no, it's it's horrible. It's 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 completely it's 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 completely horrible. Um, you know, and then what does Luffy do? Gets that gets that Yuba water. He does gets that arm back. Oh yeah, and it gets all big, and he's like flexed it. It gets all big. Yeah, that the Yuba water is basically like Michael Jordan's secret stuff from Space Jam, which is water also. <laughs> it's just water. Yeah, it's just pure water. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
uh, he uh, takes a takes a little sippy sip, and um, he, he gets that Popeye strength. He just gets straight that to the arm. Um, but uh, yeah, crocodile busting out uh, sables, sables. Yeah, sables is the name of his big attack. Sables, and sables. Uh, telling telling Luffy, he's like, it's going straight to Yuba, and it's like, oh, what a fuck. The fight is between us. Why stop bringing in Toto? But, you, uh, you mentioning yeah. Sables, though, reminds me how, like, I just want to bring attention to how amazing Crocodile's Japanese voice actor is. Like, I love this performance. Like, uh, you know, like, it's, it's like a big thing in anime for the villain to say, Nani? Like, what? But, like, whenever yeah. I think of someone saying Nani, I just think of Crocodile. Like, He's a defender of Nani. And like the laugh, uh, 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 and uh, like, shabos. like, oh my god, this is so many iconic <laughs> like lines, like delivery, it's so sick. Um, and is that where that's where we leave off, right? Well, almost um, because mm-hmm. you know, Sobbles is going, and Luffy is literally begging and pleading with Crocodile because I think at this point. Luffy realizes there's nothing he can do to land a hit and asking him like, why, why Toto? Like, why Yuba? Why are you doing this? And Crocodile just puts a fucking hook through his body. Impales him. And it, it ends with a silhouette of Luffy just hanging there, bleeding to death oh, from, yeah. yeah, from uh crocodile's silhouette. And it's just like, iconic fuck. scene iconic and also the way i love the way the whole sky looks during this it's so like cinematic and it it is like a i don't know it's it's the advantage it's like of all having, orangey it has almost like a star wars like vibe to it on yeah, some level to me it's you get the you get the desert you know like you know you get the desert adventure like lawrence of arabia uh you know something along those lines or you know star wars and tatooine you know you get yeah. a very cool landscape oda does a really good job of utilizing the uh the environment uh and in the art so you know and like right after this happened too uh so i like i finished this episode today before the podcast i wanted to make sure it was still fresh in my mind before we started recording and uh i left my room to see a sad bill and he was just so upset, and he's like, I ordered this $15 meal, and they didn't give me rice. And the first thing I did was grabbed a projectile, and I was like, let's fucking get him! <laughs> let's fuck him up! No yeah, one does why, that! That's, a, that's why at the top of the podcast, I call him, I call them Rice Saver Lou, because Lou, <laughs> I ordered this $15 rice bowl. They didn't put rice in the rice bowl, and I was just like, I didn't feel like going back. I didn't have a receipt or anything. I was just like, man... This is so horrible. This is just feels so terrible. And Lou was like, I'll make you rice. And he made me some rice. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There is nothing worse than expecting uh, like a particular, fo- uh, particular food and it, A, getting ruined. Like, you know, like, like if they knocked it over or something like that. And you're like, well, I guess I can't eat that. And I'm going to have to wait i guess or figure something else out like you know there's nothing like being hungry and uh like all of a sudden you 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 can't eat 
Uh, yeah, looking forward to a meal, and then it's or just ordering a rice somehow. bowl, and there's no rice, or you know, yeah. ordering a burrito, and they didn't give you a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't put anything in the tortilla. <laughs> it's just the tortilla. Uh, That's how it felt, man. That's what it felt like. It's, uh, but uh, you know, it, you know, it's never an empty feeling, right? The very, very, very strongest devil fruit <laughs> ranking. Well, speaking Hell of devil yeah. fruits, before, before we jump into this, there's one really, really, really important thing that we are told about devil fruits. Is Crocodile says, depending on one's training and how they're used, devil fruits uh, can like become more powerful. And I'm not like you and the other fools who are only preoccupied with your abilities. So we get this idea that devil fruits can, like, depending on how one uses them and, like, trains with them, can be utilized far greater than their kind of obvious strength. Yeah, right? their surface level, like, your surface level ability is not the full extent of uh, what you could do. Yeah. Uh yeah no that's that's that that was something yeah that was that's very interesting and we've been kind of toying with that idea uh, throughout the podcast of like you know what you, can you do with this ability or this ability like you know yeah um we've we have we we've we've kind of liked that the kilo kilo for basically making you fly or whatever um but yeah maybe maybe whisper whisper fruit can make you speak any language. Ooh. Just think about how useful that would be if you can speak any language on planet Earth. Not as useful. No as one has a resume that good. Animal. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Nobody that. has a resume that good. But if you can do that, if you tap a little bit deeper into it, I, that f- I think that fruit goes a little bit higher than the smooth, smooth fruit. But, you know. Okay. Since you brought it up, let's, uh, let's talk about it. Um, so... Currently, as the list stands, we have <laughs> the flame flame fruit, the plum plum fruit, the gum gum fruit, bomb bomb fruit, the wax wax fruit, kilo kilo fruit, clone clone fruit, chop chop fruit, munch munch fruit, ox ox fruit, smooth smooth fruit, whisper whisper fruit, human human fruit, and the sickle sickle fruit. So, in this arc, we get introduced to three new devil fruit powers we have yes. the sand sand fruit oh so dry the flower flower fruit like a lotus and the bird bird fruit Rawr! so where do we want to rank what do we want to do first let's, let's do the we, bird, we bird gotta fruit. do sands oh you're gonna do bird bird yeah we'll save the best for last all right bird bird definitely over ox ox fruit saying that i agree I agree okay. with that. Hands down. Better uh, than... Might be Munch Munch. Better than that. I think it beats uh, Chop Chop. I don't think it beats Clone Clone. Well, hold on a second here. Let me think about it. <laughs> this is where it comes interesting. Well, all right. Well, all right, all right. Uh, what, 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 let, me, let, me, let me hear what the... What, what do you guys think first? Oh, so the Clone Clone Fruit, I'm still... The only thing I see the Clone Clone Fruit for is being a secretive, like, operative, which he has for the baroque works agents and it's f- 
fucking awesome because he already uses it as we see it in full effect as you know king cobra yeah. and you're like the full yeah, you effect. can like starting you can literally start a war with the clone clone fruit and i think bird bird fruit has to go above chop chop and before clone clone that's my two cents just so you think I it's un- you think it's still, you think it's still under kilo kilo yeah, for sure. I but, think if anything, clone clone is before. Bird yeah, bird. he wanted to put it. He wants to put it under clone clone above. Chop, oh, okay, chop. okay. Yeah, I can. I think that's a fine place for it. Yeah. So I I, I like that too. Uh, so we're going to put it underneath the clone clone fruit. Now, Hell yeah, we are. The flower flower fruit. Where do See, we see that would have been. That would have been my number one if I could have pissed at 3 a.m. But now that I can't, if it's just a copy of my genitals, it's like, what am I going to do with it? Oh, then again, you could carry multiple things uh, to your bedroom at night, which sounds pretty cool. Like a glass of water, some warm milk, maybe some mac and cheese. You got three hands I was going to say, Lou's thinking about all the different foods he could carry to his room, which is great because then there's going to be no dishes left in the actual kitchen. Damn right. I could wash them real quick with the flour flour fruit. Oh, yeah. It, no, with all those hands, you still wouldn't be washing the dishes. <laughs> you'd just be playing, like, you'd be playing the first and second player like on a video game. Oh, that's oh, actually Oh, Bill, smart. think about all the video games you could play with the flour flour fruit and all the yeah. sets of eyes you could put on those games. That's that's pretty big. Yeah, I think stuff. I think flower flower fruit definitely goes above gum gum. Oh. Wow. Whoa, that's, that's a big. big. That's a big one. I think it's well, I think it's on par with with gum gum. Um and I know some, you know, I know more about like where we gum gum talked gum about goes this bill. Later. You can't talk about like some shit where like flower yeah. flower like you know, you like thinking about in the future. Think about for like what it is right now. We could always move it later. Yeah, I think right now it goes uh, under plume plume above gum gum. Wow. I uh, think there's just such an incredibly high utility for it. See, so yeah, explain. I want I want to know this utility. Yeah, because well, right we're, now, we're already talking you, about all, all the things I've you seen, can do with it. But, like, right now, all we have seen and what we know from example is you can, like, crack somebody's back like a foam roller. You can spawn your limbs on somebody else's body. So that makes you automatically, like, like, think of how many powers that negates. Like, the fact that your body is part of somebody else's body. Mm -hmm. So, like, so many powers are just negated. I mean, like, why would Luffy's power not, why would the gum gum fruit not be, you know, if she just, like grabs like grabs his arms like you know that's True, half the battle yeah. right there um and if you have any battle prowess on top of that you're just basically it's basically a way that you can put literally every one of your opponents in handcuffs you're you know right. from the you get-go right. i mean see my brain was just going straight to you using it and like putting your mouth next to somebody's ear and being like hey little mama let me whisper in here <laughs> bill's gonna tell you about the flower okay sorry that's, yeah <laughs> That's great. That was, that was really good. Actually, like I was not a big fan of this. Uh, this one, I I was gonna put it above chop chop fruit. Like I was gonna put it there, so below bird bird fruit. So it was gonna be be like 
more than halfway down the list. Uh, so, yeah, we have some rectifying to do. I know, but, like, Bill is bringing up a good point. We're, like, we even saw it with uh, Bird Person, uh, Pell, where it's, like, this is your strongest warrior, and immediately fucking subdued with, like, six... No, it was, like, eight arms. Just subdued immediately. Not just subdued, but also Eviscerate. made his own power, like, yeah. against him, because he was flying, like, super fast, and then she made it so he couldn't stop, like, he couldn't land. So he just flew face first into a building going as fast as he Fuck. could. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that's just one example of, like, all the ways that you could, like, stop people's powers from working, you know? Yeah, no. it's uh, I mean, it's the Cripple Creek Fairy fruit. It's going to yeah. stop you dead in your tracks. So all right. I mean, like, I, I agree with Bill. I think that's that's fair. Justin, what do you th- what do you think? So you're saying it's going to be you want it to be above gum gum fruit and below plume plume, below plume plume. Because I think that's where the power reaches its kind of limit is when you get against a logia type, you know. I think yeah. that's yeah. kind of where it reaches uh, reaches its like you know it doesn't really do anything against them. But question question, let's say you have the kilo kilo fruit. Could you make yourself heavy and break out of a normal person's grip from blocking you? Yeah, but then as soon as you make yourself like like a regular weight again, they just grab you again. I mean, theoretically, if, if that's the thing, then couldn't you like make them punch their self like by spawning a limb on them that's just as heavy and just, you know? All right, what about Chop Chop? Somebody tries to grab you and keep you in a headlock and you just break apart. Uh, well, didn't Nami put all those pieces together by with rope? So you could that's because he wasn't paying like... attention to it. He wasn't paying attention to it. But technically speaking, if you were going to attack and she grabbed you, you could chop chop your way out of that and reassemble and keep going. So I'll... Yeah, or not even reassemble. Little chopped up parts. True. So if if you're saying Lou that it's uh, it's stronger than the gum gum fruit, then I'm already outvoted and. That's where that's where it'll go. That's why I just wanted to make well, sure. Well, now no. Well, now I'm rethinking it because even smooth, smooth fruit. If she tries to grab you and she's just slipping off because she can't grab you. True, true. So now I'm thinking. Right, but smooth, that's, smooth, smooth, but now we're talking be... only combat ability, which is well, no, I think no, no. we're already s- saying that this has more utility than just than just yeah, combat. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is I agree with you being above gum gum, but now I'm rethinking some of these others, specifically smooth, smooth fruit, where it's like, you might be smooth, but, you know, somebody like ox ox fruit, who I know can't fucking land a hit on you because it'll just slide right off. You you're, just look too cool. Yeah, you're already higher up on the list. Smooth, smooth would be higher up on the list, but I believe flower, flower fruit would be higher than gum gum. Okay. So, flower, flower will be above uh, the gum gum fruit. Or we'll put that there. And last one we will talk about is, of course, the sand sand fruit. Where do we want to rank the sand sand fruit? Justin, what do you think? I want to hear your first opinion on sand sand so, fruit. Sand sand fruit, like, you know, I think just by default it goes above uh you know the the gum gum fruit 
I mean, for every reason that we saw in the final mm-hmm. episode of this arc. Fair. Um, so, like, that one, I think, is, like, a no-brainer. So, it definitely goes above that. Uh, and so, like, you know, and what Bill is saying is, like, then it's basically, yeah, then it goes above Flower Flower by default also uh, for almost the yeah, same reason. Yeah, you can't hold a sand person who yeah, turns those, into sand. Those, uh, the Logia, you said? Yeah. Yes. Logia types uh, are uh, pretty uh, pretty strong, just uh, even on surface level. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think it would at least be in that stratosphere. So, uh, does everybody agree with that? I totally agree with that. Now, do we think it's better than the plum plum fruit? Here's here's the next question. Yeah, I, do. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I guess if you can make sand pits and all this other shit, you know. Yeah. Plus, like the you don't have a fruit, smoke land you can fight on. Uh, with the weakness of plume plume fruit is it doesn't have any mass to it. It doesn't have anything like. I mean, I guess we see him kind of like, like, uh, engulf people in the smoke and kind of like catch them that way. Um, but I don't think that's nearly as effective as just making a mass of sand and like, uh, True. making sandstorms and like all the other things he can do. And Bill's already used to being inside of a plume plume, uh, cloud walking through the streets of New York where everybody's fucking blowing cigarette smoke into your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but oh, I guess, yeah, you can, with the plume plume, even if you can like choke people, uh, like, you know, through the... Through the smoke, the sand, sand. You could do the same thing. You just, you just yeah. They can't move. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, sand. Yeah, this gets sand in your lungs. Uh, so, all right. Are we saying it's better than the flame, flame fruit though? I don't think so. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. I think you could make the argument that sand could beat flame in a one v one, but you could I even put out a campfire with sand. So, I mean. Well, you can also with fire. You can make that sand into uh, glass. Glass, yeah, that's true. So yeah, that's uh, uh, which uh, hurts. So I don't know if that helps, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's not still touching the flame. But, uh, either way, so I think we're comfortable with it being at number two, right below the flame. Yeah, flame. yeah, I forgot uh, about that. And again, these things can always be audited if we want to make a strong case. Uh, they will. Uh, they will be audited. They will be audited. Uh, and, yeah. You know, things can be rearranged. Uh, we'll come up with some bylaws for how how you can get your get a devil fruit if you want to make an argument for a devil and fruit. And while you're already in there, Justin, bump Don't that say smooth. Don't smooth. No, we gotta no. make a. Bump I gotta write the I gotta write the bylaws. I gotta write the bylaws. What happened? You literally just said this will change as we go along. Smooth, exactly. Smooth fruit. But I said we're gonna have to have because then all of a sudden we're just moving everything around and then it'll never stop. Oh so, my god. So when can I make a case for smooth smooth? That's what I'm saying. I have to create some bylaws. I will announce it on the podcast okay. so that okay. the viewers and we know that, you know, we might have to call a quorum. This is a fucking kangaroo court. That's all I'm gonna say, and it, it, uh, uh, we we will we will follow the, the rules. All right, all right. You're <laughs> my first mate. Rankings. You're my first mate. I gotta take your order. 
I, 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 all right. Yes, yeah, I understand. No, no, I'm being, I'm being a little lenient with you. Don't worry. That's, that's, that's insubordination. Hey. You know, you, I'm not, I'm not pulling it against you. Don't worry. Thanks, first mate. So, uh, the official list now is number one, flame, flame fruit. Number two, sand, sand fruit. Number three, plum, plum fruit. Number four, <laughs> flower, flower fruit. Number five, gum, gum fruit. Number six, bomb, bomb fruit. Number seven, wax, wax fruit. Number eight, kilo, kilo fruit. Number nine, clone, clone fruit. Number 10, bird, bird fruit. Number 11, chop, chop fruit. Number 12, munch, munch fruit. Number 13, ox, ox fruit. Number 15, (laughs) smooth, smooth fruit. Number 16, whisper, whisper fruit. Uh, 17, human, human fruit. 18, sickle, sickle fruit. There you go. Bill, just uh, just know how funny this is going to be when we have like 130 fruits. And Justin's going to read through all of them. It's going to be even more fun. I'm going to do it. Oh, I'll boy. do it. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Oh, you, well, you know what I'll do? All right. So once we get past... How many do we have here? 18? Once we get past uh, 20... I'll do it at the end end of the episode, so even after uh, the the sign off. So if somebody needs to know the definitive list, yeah, or we just I mean, I, th- I think most people would just care about the top ten, you know. No, but, but if uh, we if we're ranking, if we're we got a new we're, one, yeah, we're doing the whole thing. Yeah, 10. I know. I'm not saying don't not do it. I'm just saying I think we should start focusing more on the top ten because uh, it's gonna get uh, it's gonna get wild pretty quick. All right. Well, maybe we'll do that, and then we'll just post the 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 uh, the ranking of everything else, uh, like you know, uh, on the Instagram. Yeah. So, uh, that was our uh, yeah, that was our new uh ranking of the very 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 strongest devil fruits. Um, man, gum gum fruit took a hit. I did not think it would be going down this far. But you um, know what? Sell your like stock Robert. in gum gum fruit now, boys. It might bounce sell, back. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> it might bounce back. It might bounce back up. Who knows? Hey, it's in rubber. This economy. It might bounce back. It might bounce back. So what are we? Uh, what are we focusing on next week, boys? The next episode of the very, very, very strongest One Piece podcast. We'll be covering episodes. 111 one, oh wow i really <laughs> really messed that one up <laughs> leave it in <laughs> sorry uh we're covering episodes 111 to 120 oh shit alabasta things are part about three to pop off in alabasta yeah and uh lewis if somebody wanted to catch up on the alabasta arc with mm. us or mm. They wanted to pop in and uh, see where see where they could uh, listen to the show. Where would they go? You know, this is funny because I get this uh, question often. I always tell people we're live every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. And if you want the show as soon as it's live, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. That way you get the show as soon as it publishes. So follow us on Instagram. At very strongest pod and give us a shout out if you like the show. Please do. Please. We're Beautiful. asking. <laughs> Beautiful. We're 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 not asking. We're begging. 
We're begging. Again, we're not a we're a show that's not above that. I'm on my knees, baby. Um, that's fantastic. I, I can't wait till yeah. we get to more through more of Alabasta. I don't know uh, what uh, you know how Luffy is going to get out of like you know being basically strung up on a hook. You know, yeah. sometimes I only wish Shanks was there, like you know, so he can go to Crocodile, look him straight in the eye. And say no, because when Shank says no, see you next week.